In episode 31 of the Speak Like Me podcast, we talk about improvised comedy, different types of houses in England, and we have Ryan on as a guest and talk about his recent trip to Russia with his Russian wife. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to episode 31 of the Speak Like Me podcast. I'm Jacob from England. I'm Chris from Australia. I'm Ryan, also from England. There we go. We've got an extra one today. We've got an extra one. Yeah. Uh, Welcome (laughs) to the podcast, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. Am I the first British guest on the podcast? Yeah. Yes. Okay, wow. Second guest overall. We had Linker for half an episode. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But thankfully, we have you for a whole episode, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for the whole time. Yeah. 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 So, guys, welcome back. Uh, So, we are English teachers from a distance, teaching you cool phrases and words and grammar through our silly conversations. And at the end of each episode, we teach teach some specific uh like kind of how-to topic or common check mistake or something um but even if you're not check you can still listen along with us and hopefully learn some cool stuff um today chris i don't have my my phone or my ipad or my computer okay uh, so i can't see any of my notes <laughs> oh my goodness i, I usually well, remind have you added me to the uh yes to, to the notes i list? did okay didn't i well, let's see. Let's see. Let's find out. We're, we're finding out live on air. Okay. I feel uh, like uh, a child and mum and dad are arguing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have my iPad here, uh, so it should be in. Um, it should be in notes. Okay. Uh, podcast. Oh, I'm going to get Ooh. in trouble now. It's not going to be in there. It's not in here, mate. Yeah. All right. Okay. Give me, give me a second. Y- yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ryan, would you pass me that whiskey? Okay. And the whiskey, because uh, I can tell Chris is going to be uh, difficult today. <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't know this yeah. was the. Chris, uh... It is shared with you. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know what to tell you, mate. Well, maybe it's like not where you expect it. Maybe it's not in the speed like. Uh, I mean, there's this. The way that's it. Oh, it's not updated. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, something's weird going on there. I wonder if I okay. can. Uh... All right, this is not. This is not yeah, the, yeah, best, yeah. <laughs> the best content we've ever done. I'll reshare that with you later. <laughs> okay. No anyway, worries. anyway. So Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, so this is Ryan. He's one of our teachers in Speak Like Me. How long have you been in Speak Like Me now, Ryan? I think since May. So that's five months. Okay. It seems, it so quite like a quite a while time, actually. Quite yeah. a while. So do you want to give the audience just a just a brief overview of of who you are? Yeah, uh, so my name's Ryan, as, as we know now. Welcome, Ryan. <laughs> Welcome, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm from England, um, from the centre of England, Coventry specifically. As in the uh, Midlands? The Midlands, yeah, the Midlands, okay, the very same. Yeah. All right. The okay. West Midlands, if you want to be very specific. Oh, yeah, I was living yeah. in, the, in, the West, in the West Midlands as Where well. Whereabouts? Uh, Worcester. Worcester, yeah. 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 One yeah. of the, the lesser known cities in the uh, West oh, Midlands. Horrible. Yeah. 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 Better or worse than Wolverhampton? I've not been. Okay. But better than Birmingham. Better than Birmingham, really. Anything's better than Birmingham. Yeah, that's true. Chris, you've not been to England, right? No, I've not, unfortunately. I've not had the pleasure. No. I very much would love I would very much would like to. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to England. Where's on the top of your travel list? Uh, Where in England is on the... uh, I mean, look, London, obviously. Um, And then, actually, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But I really want to go to, like, you know, the countryside (laughs) and where there's this, like, you know, classic-looking towns and villages and uh, uh, things like that. So, basically, you want to go to my hometown. So, Chris, I've Mm -hmm. got an offer for you. Okay. Because I hate going back home. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go back in your place. I was going to say, because my parents like, you have to come back for Christmas. But what about if I sent you instead... (laughs) 
I've already bought the ticket. You can. Uh, do you want to go? <laughs> Hang out with my family. <laughs> your hyper religious, uh, your hyper religious mother. I yeah. don't think we would get along very well. <laughs> Maybe you'll learn some things. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> I, I know I know enough about I know more than enough about religion that I uh, that I need to. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, his his mother is a uh, is extremely religious. We oh, found yeah, out on a previous that. episode that Jacob was not even allowed to read the Harry Potter series, really, because she was one of these like satanic panic kind of. Yeah, ah, okay. yeah. I think she even stopped them from showing it in our school. Like there was going to be like an in assembly, you know, like assembly, um, it could be a good word, mm. is um, yeah. that little meeting you have at the start of the school day, usually at the start. Um, I, what even happens in assembly? It's like, I uh, forgot. you know, giving information about what's happening this week or I don't know, new rules day. or Did you whatever. Did Every day, yeah. we used to sing uh, religious songs in assembly. Actually, oh, when it, yes, yeah, I, I went to a cringe. Catholic primary school, and yeah, yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah, my, my primary school wasn't even Catholic; it was just a primary school. Okay. We were like, yeah, we're singing, yeah. We're singing hymns this morning, same. every morning. Same, oh, brutal, disgusting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, both uh, before we get into it, uh, uh-huh. would either of you like a whiskey? I actually would. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you would trust me enough with this, yeah. <laughs> since this is what I'm like, well, like sober yeah, apparently, all, and I'm going to be difficult. saucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good word, by the way. Oh, oh, I, I need to be able to write down these words. Um, okay. Oh, well, yeah, use my iPad. Yeah? Okay, cheers. Thanks. That would be great. Yeah, okay. So, Thank hold you. on a second. Let me. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know where you want to do it on the notes. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. we've got. What was the first one we had? Um, assembly? Was yeah. There one before that? Assembly, as well? There's one before as well, I think. Yeah. Assembly. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Coming from the verb to oof, assemble. Saucy. Yeah. Saucy. Saucy is a great word. I, I love this word. Saucy means you're kind of like in a kind of drizzy drizzy mood like you're making kind of like jokes you don't usually make being a bit rude you know being Being a bit bit cheeky cheeky Cheeky, yeah yeah Yeah, being a bit cheeky cheeky. Uh saucy is just uh yeah you're just like oh what the fuck just you know say the rude jokes have a laugh yeah Yeah. saucy is a bit like ruder than cheeky right like ruder in a that yeah. kind of way. Not Almost like you're like making some sexual jokes, yeah. maybe. Like, like lewd. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a, a cheeky joke would be like, you know, just like playful, whereas yeah. a saucy joke is like, yeah. ooh, you can't say that on television. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. What would you say with your boss if you're talking to your boss and you're like saying things you wouldn't usually say? Uh-huh. You're like, oh, you're being a bit, a bit cheeky or you're being a bit saucy? But cheeky, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it would depend right. on the the jokes, though. If they if they had like a bit of innuendo in there, it's a bit saucy. Yeah. You know, but if it's just uh, something <laughs> in your window, cheeky. <laughs> oh, what? In, in your window. <laughs> I've never thought about that. How dumb am I? It's right there. In your endo. Uh-huh. <laughs> in your endo, it's right there. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, getting really off topic here. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, so assembly, oh, we're, saucy. We're talking about uh, we're talking about Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. So. Um, yeah, to keep going with your story. So you're from Coventry? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I came to Prague about four and a half years ago now. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I've been here for about four and a half years. Completely and forgot. Half. And what was, your, what was your original reason for moving here? What was the impetus? Um, we had that last time, right? The impetus. I'm yeah. not sure. Maybe a while ago. Im- impetus is quite a good word. It means the initial kind of thing that starts the rest of the process, mm. right? Like a kick up the bum. Yeah, like a kick, like that one, mm, and then it's like, okay, so the impetus was because my girlfriend was here or something. Mm, so what, yeah. what was the impetus for moving, or why did you move here? Um, I didn't really have that strong of a reason, to be honest. Okay. Um, Coventry, 
it has like 300,000 people or so, maybe right. more than that. So it's not a small city, but there's not a lot going on there. So I wanted to move to a bigger city, maybe a capital. Mm-hmm. I quite liked the idea of living in Europe for a while. Um, so I did a little bit of research. Of course, London's a bit out of the question price-wise for a, right. a capital. And it's not really my vibe either. It's too busy. Right. Um, and then I was just kind of looking around different countries in Europe, um, Spain, they don't really pay English teachers too well there, at least from my research mm-hmm. five years ago. But for me, Czech Republic and Prague, it had a nice balance between um, at least four years ago, the cost of living and the wages for a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I also heard that um, in terms of being a new English teacher, Prague is a pretty easy place to come and be a teacher. You just kind of show up as a native speaker and somebody will give you a job that's really how it happened for me actually okay and that, was, yeah. that was true yeah when i yeah. came eight years ago it was yeah it was just turn up mm-hmm. they're like hey you speak english you got a job yeah exactly like, don't yeah. you want to know anything there were uh-huh. some interviews i was in i was like don't you're not you haven't asked me anything mm-hmm. i could i could be <laughs> terrible yeah it was a little i'm not even kidding it was like a 30 second interview sometimes real yeah, yeah. i'm not even i'm not even joking okay well, yeah wow. and, I, and i was like because i'd come from a place where you prepare for interviews mm. and you're like, hey, it's going to be like tough competition, you know? So you want to like really show that you know your shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to talk about how I know about the difference between prepositions and participles. And like, we don't give a fuck. You're, you're hired. You're fine. Uh-huh. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, it was the same. <laughs> I won't say the name of the language school, but I, I applied for a job with one language school and they asked me to teach a demo lesson. Oh, God. They gave me yeah. a topic. I, I, I prepared for it. I earnestly, you know, I prepared for it. Right. But, um... I showed up and it was just, it was trash. It was the worst demo lesson I think anybody's ever taught in yeah. the history of demo lessons. But they gave me a job. I was that like, doesn't say okay. much about yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, An interesting word that you said there that you earnestly yeah. prepared. Yeah. I don't know how uh, commonly that's used anymore, but I, I like... hope I used it in the right context. Uh, yeah, I, was, I kind of stepped yeah. back. Yeah. A so bit. to be earnest <laughs> yeah. is like to do something eagerly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you are earnest about something, you have a positive attitude. You have a sincere attitude towards doing something. So you were earnest in your preparation yeah. uh, for this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really sat down and tried, and it was still trash. <laughs> they still hired me, so <laughs> okay. Yeah. And how how long did you work there for? Not very long. Okay, uh, about four months or so. Okay, uh, but I didn't like it because I didn't know how to teach adults, mm-hmm. and so I would show up, and I I didn't know how to run a lesson. I didn't know what to teach. Yeah, they they basically when when I was hired, they said, well, "Here's a whole library of books. We recommend that you teach this topic, but you know it's up to you." And so yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing, and so I spent four months with groups of adults staring at me blankly and I was yeah. staring blankly back at them like uh so what should we talk about and it was really awkward and I yeah. hated it so I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's what I say in every first interview that we have mm-hmm. I think I must have said it with you as well is um maybe yeah I yeah. say it in every interview in most language schools that's just how it works they mm-hmm. hire you without they're such bad businesses I think they don't even check that you're good and obviously, no offense, but it sounds like you probably weren't that great at the time. I was rubbish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so was I when I first started. And they didn't check. Mm. And they didn't do any feedback. They didn't do any checking. And then they, they give you nothing to do. There's like, here's our random books from the 80s. Yeah. Which yeah. are not made for Czech people. And it's mostly boring shit that no one wants mm. to talk about. It's mm-hmm. very dry. Go, go and yeah. have fun. Yeah. And then you hate yourself for a year because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what Speak Like Me is trying to be the yeah. opposite of. Mm-hmm. People who do know what they're doing. You know? And yeah. with some fun material. Yeah, it's a fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet they don't have a podcast this school. And if they do, I bet it's I awful. It. Yeah, I highly doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that would be good to find out if other languages... Because there's 200 language schools in Prague. Really? Yep. Jesus, some of them have to just be like, you know, two-person operations or something. The official number I got was like 180-something. That wow. was a few years ago. Because um, I was doing like... 
But for me, I see that as potential. I see that as that means there's such huge demand mm. for English lessons that the demand of one city can support 180 language schools, some of which have like a thousand teachers. Like James Cook got a thousand teachers. Yipka got 500. These are big companies. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing that there's that much demand, you know. A thousand teachers, did you say? James Cook, yeah. How, like, how do you even keep track of that? That's why it's so impersonal there. Uh Yeah, I've heard many uh, horror stories about that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No offense if you're listening and you work for James Cook, but um, (laughs) yeah, come to speak like me is much better. (laughs) Yeah, we only got twelve people. (laughs) All right. If I, if I'm judging correctly by the uh, the reflection in the window, Ryan, you are yeah, you're you're barely in shots. You're you're the star attraction here. Scooch over a little bit. That's nice. Scooch over. So scooch is a fun word. Yeah, it's incredibly informal. That's actually something useful though. I would say that a lot Mm -hmm. more than earnestly or impetus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because that's like much more of like a pub word. Hey, scooch over a bit, mate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So to scooch is just to like slowly just little by little move yeah. uh, in one direction or yeah. another like I was doing on the chair just a moment ago yes yeah. exactly it was, well, yeah. it was scooching yeah. it was scooching uh, I happen to know this in Czech as well this is poposunotsi uh, they have a word for scooch in Czech much more difficult than scooch yeah poposunotsi because posunotsi is like move yourself poposunotsi means like slightly I found ah, out that so you can okay. put the po on the start of a lot of verbs and it means, means like, like a little bit because yeah. it's po is half right or like po's not half pool is half yeah, but then you... Oh, like, like polo? You mean like polo vina? I, I guess so, yeah. yeah. You know, this is one of those moments that our listeners tell us about, like, we're just, like, saying things in Czech. No idea what we're talking about. <laughs> and they're, they're just laughing, mm-hmm. like, you got you guys is like, just yeah. saying everything wrong in Czech. I noticed we already have a correction on Speak Like Me pr- Plus. Do we? Where somebody corrected your Czech on one of the comments. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Did, uh, that happened live in already. one of my classes. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's Stefan Dobiash. Do you mean that? I shouldn't, probably yeah. shouldn't have said his name. I don't mind. Okay. But let's we just, can uh, beep it out. Because, you know, Speak Like Me Plus, I've been preparing for about six months, along with Ryan, who, uh, we should have mentioned that, you're our video editor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've, I've started editing the videos here. Typical podcast fashion all over the place. Yeah. Ryan, does. A, he's <laughs> okay. a teacher, and he edits videos. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Multi-talented. But we've been working on Speak Like Me Plus, which is our new online home for our video mm-hmm. courses. Uh, for six months and we launched it this Monday and um, you know it's been a lot of work thousands of hours I would say have gone into it do we get any positive like oh this is great it's just <laughs> and it's for free uh-huh. Like, oh yeah, all this great free stuff. It's gonna make our lessons better. Thanks a lot, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Not one fucking person. <laughs> what did I get? I get one comment from that guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, you made a mistake in your check. <laughs> <laughs> I got another one. You haven't got cookies on your website yet. And another one was like um, something about this video is like too dark. Okay. I'm oh, like your mother. Really? Okay. I'm sorry. I should not say that about our lovely people. Okay. Well, and, and before you do, I'll, I'll I will let you know. <laughs> Come on. That like I'll, no. A lot of my students, as I've told them about it this week, they have given very, very positive feedback and said, oh, wow, this is great. This is uh, really nice. It's well put together. It looks nice. Uh, It's wonderful content. And uh, it obviously, uh, somebody, one of my students said, you know, if you're listening. Uh, he said, yes, and it must have cost a lot of money. <gasps> Holy shit, they said that? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, good yeah I, good said, I said, good use of must have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done his chapter 11. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Far He's watched the video and everything. Fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I think we have the videos from that one. Yeah, yeah, we do, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, they're fresh the last ones. One. That's yeah, the last nice. one. It's a fresh batch. That so one. people like it. Yes, that's yes. great. Yeah, Shame yeah, no yeah. one told me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people are much more willing to give negative criticism that's than the positive quit yeah. than positive criticism. Yeah, I know. Uh, but that's not true with our podcast. We love all of our listeners and viewers giving us very positive feedback, and a lot of us, a lot of you have, <laughs> yeah. and we appreciate that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Okay. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. So you grew up in Coventry. <laughs> yes. It um, maybe the listeners will be interested to know what Coventry's like. Is it a bit of a, like a shitty town? Is it posh? Like, um, what's it like? It's um, it's pretty average, I would say. Um, the Midlands. Something you should know about the the Midlands in general. Um, during the Industrial Revolution, that was like almost part of like almost the heart of the Industrial Revolution. There was a lot of factories there. Okay. A lot of like manufacturing, like Coventry. Uh, it was very famous for building cars, for example. Okay. Um, Which brands? Jaguar, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? And uh, I didn't now, know. near Coventry now, they have a plant that's uh, building Land Rovers. They combine the companies. It's now Jaguar Land Rover. It employs a lot of people. Okay. In Coventry, yeah. That's, that's a right. weird combination. Yeah. Like luxury. Well, I guess Land Rover is kind of luxury. It is now. Yeah, it I is, yes. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's not like the roots yeah. of it are not. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's supposed to be like an off-roading yeah. kind of vehicle. Mm. I mean, Land Rover. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, what are the cars branded as now? Uh, they're still they're still separate. Right. Okay. But they just built them in the same place. Uh-huh. But this is weirdly specific about uh, so Coventry like, at this point. Uh-huh. Um, and it's but, still there. Uh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah, they still they still build oh, okay. it. Um, so you see a lot of like stuff left over from the Industrial Revolution. It's, it has a lot of those like terraced houses. Um, yeah. There's the for anybody who doesn't know, a terraced house is like. Those classical red brick houses all squashed together. They call them two ups, two downs. Because there's like, two rooms downstairs. Two rooms upstairs, two rooms downstairs. And it's yeah. like a long row. It's, it's like, like a huge row. Like a thousand people all living in one street. Yeah, it's like, like one together. massive long building split yeah. into these like kind of like little chopped up mini mm-hmm. houses. Yeah. And so if you wanted to get to the other side of the houses, you would just have to go like all the way around. Yeah, yes, you have to walk all the way around. Wow. Sometimes it's like an entry between like, yeah. like every what? hundred houses. Something. It's like an entry. But why would you ever need to do that? Because that's just the both back gardens are, right? Well, I don't know, just to get to the other street. Like, I mean, if there's a street on the other side... So that's why did Chris cross the road? To get to the other side. <laughs> but I, I don't want to get to the other side of the street. I want to get to the other side of the houses. Okay. They have a, well, so for this, um, they have entries. Like every 10, 20 houses, so there's an entry. Mm. And then that's where people tend to park their cars because there's no garages. Right. They have like an entry, like a... I don't know, how would you describe an entry? Um, like, like somewhere where people drive and park po- their cars. Point to enter. I don't a point know. to enter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a long um, dirt track between okay. the houses. Do okay. you mind? Yeah. Do you mind my asking what kind of house you grew up in? Did you ever live in a terraced house? I never lived in a terraced house. Yeah. Uh, I lived in. Um, I don't know what you would call it because it wasn't semi-detached, but it wasn't terraced. It was like. What was it then? It was like eight houses all together with an entry in the middle. But it wasn't too up, too down. It was like a mansion. No, no, definitely not. No, <laughs> family mansion. <laughs> so wait, so four houses attached so together, it was like say eight houses in a row, mm-hmm. all joined together, but then an entry in between, and then another eight houses. Okay, so I'm having trouble visualizing this, but yeah. were they physically stuck together? Like physically the walls? stuck together. Eight okay. physically stuck together, then an entry, then eight more houses, then an entry. So how'd you get into your bit then? Um, so there's like mm-hmm. for those eight houses was there eight doors or yeah, just yeah 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 oh it was okay. just like eight houses stuck together basically oh so it's it like was... a, a mini terrace then kind of kind of yeah but it wasn't it didn't have that same feeling of being squashed together like in a it's kind of like you terrace. put four semi-detached houses and stuck them together kind, kind of. of yeah yeah okay. it was like probably the British equivalent of a suburb oh but but okay. not 
detached. Okay. So I guess that's probably a good time to mention all the types of houses. You've got terraced terraced houses, that big long row chopped into little little pieces. Then you have semi-detached, which is one bigger house chopped into two houses. So you've got one building, two houses in it. I think Americans would call that a duplex. I always get confused with American housing names. I'm I'm pretty sure they would. yeah? Yeah. Okay, well... The, then the third English one is a detached house, which mm-hmm. is like just your own house, like the one building just for you. Yeah, and that's usually quite expensive. Home. Yeah, yeah, a single yeah. family unit yeah. home. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, because in America they've got all these weird things. They've got what's it called? A duplex. So duplex, and then that's the most common There's a one. Condo. Uh, yeah, condos. That's kind of like an apartment. I stayed in one. Yeah, but it's kind of like a house apartment combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. They've got a lot of weird stuff there. Yeah, but the most common <laughs> yeah. one is the single family uh, is a single family home, and that's what they uh, which call is causing... it. Like, what do you? What kind of house do you have? I have a single family home. That's what they would say. Well, I mean, they would just call it a house because it's so uh, just everywhere. That's the right. only it's kind normal. of housing that is built mm. is a single family unit home. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, causing incredible uh, uh, housing problems uh, in the United States and in Australia as well mm. because of the uh, the very car centric. Oh, so uh, what do you, what do you call your house? Uh, same as well, us? Yeah, it would be the same. It would be a single family unit at home. And oh, then, so same as America? Uh, I would say... I mean, look, we don't refer to it as that. We would just call it a house. So do you have semi-detached? Uh, yeah, those exist. Um, do you have terraced? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Or What's, at least not where I... Uh, oh. Not in my suburbs hmm. that I lived Interesting. in. Interesting. Yeah. Because we said in the last podcast how Australian English tends to be about 70% British, 20% American, mm. and then 10% weird Australian stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it tends to work out, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Makes so, um, okay. So, you grew up in Coventry. Yes. It was like a bit kind of rough around the edges, maybe? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It's quite a nice it expression. Yeah. yeah. Rough around the edges. Rough around the edges, It means yeah. it's like... On the visual side, like on the surface, it's not like perfect. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't the most visually beautiful place, I have to say. Yeah. A lot of like uh, old factory buildings, okay. um, a lot of these terraced houses. The area where I grew up in, I, I was quite lucky. It was quite a nice, quiet area. A lot of families living there, a lot of older people. Um, so mm-hmm. that was probably one of the nicer areas of Coventry. Okay. Cool. Were the factories okay. still running or, I mean, other um, than Jaguar, were they, were they still running or was there a lot of like shut down industrial work and then people mm. are like, oh, well, my factory is shut down and now there's nobody, there's nowhere to work. Yeah, I guess when I was really young, there would have still been factories and my dad's worked in factories for his whole life. Okay. So they wow. still have some factories there, but now it's more specific stuff. Like the stuff that got shipped to other countries where the, the labor is cheaper of course, we don't make that in the UK anymore, but stuff like aircraft parts, uh, roof tiles and things like that, we still make them in the UK. So okay. there's a lot of stuff like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. And so then you went to university in England as well? Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, I studied in Birmingham for two years. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Well, it gets <laughs> Jacob's worse. Jacob's favorite place. <laughs> the <gets> biggest <laughs> shithole. No, no, it gets worse. Uh, oh, no. I studied in Stoke for a year after that. Oh, my so God. I doubled down on... Um, Sorry, Stoke people. Ooh, that's double, nice. Yeah, double to double down, down on yeah. something, that's a great word. I double down on bad cities, yeah. basically. So, uh, Chris, do you want to take double down? I'll try. Okay, so to double down is when you... Uh, okay, let's say uh, that you hold an opinion, and then maybe that opinion proves to be wrong, or there's a very strong chance that it's wrong. And instead of saying, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that was a bad opinion, you 
you double down and you say, no, that's definitely right. I'm, 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 I'm sure that my original one is, is, is good. Uh, so in this case, Ryan, you, you doubled down on saying, yeah, no, this is a fine place to live in. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go even further mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, and, and live in Stoke. Stoke. Stoke okay. I don't Trent. know anything about Stoke, so... Uh-huh. Don't, yeah. don't come at me, Stokers. <laughs> can I add something to the double down Please, thing? go ahead. So I would say it's not just with your opinions, but it can also be with um, things to focus on. Like if you run a business, right? Mm. Like Speed Like Me is a business. We've got like online courses. We've got the corporate courses. We've got the, we've got the public courses. And then I decide that public courses is like our new area of focus. Like that's where it's got a big potential. So I can say in the meeting, guys, this year, 2023, we're going to double down on our public courses. We're going to make them better. We're going to expand them. We're going to put more marketing into it so it's like we're gonna rather than say just like give up with them and just oh, just screw it it's like we're gonna increase the effort increase the amount of work we're gonna do for it would you agree with that? actually yeah that's more or less what i was meaning with my thing because in, yeah. in your opinion yeah it's a good thing to do yeah and so you're really hammering it now so you're adding mm-hmm. double effort to it yeah rather yes. than giving up yeah. yeah. So, like, with mine and, like, whatever this wrong opinion is, mm-hmm. it's like, at first it was just, oh, this is what I believe. And then yeah. now getting this other feedback, you, you say, so, yeah. I believe it even more now. This is exactly yeah. what Trump would do. Like, yes. if he's, like, someone tells him the facts to his face, like, oh, you're just 100% wrong, mm-hmm. rather than admitting, oh, yeah, I was wrong. Trump would never say that. He would just double down on his original opinion, saying, "No, you're stupid. You're fake news." You know, because so he would never, you know, he doubles down on his stuff. So yeah. So um, what, what did, you, did you study? Sorry, we're still, we're in sync again, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the whiskey synced us back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, what did you study? Yeah, I studied film production technology. Hey. So they threw the technology on the end of that course, so they could uh, make it into a BSc. Uh, bachelors of Science. Bachelors of Science, yeah, okay. instead of a Bachelors of Arts. I guess they get some different uh, funding. money funding for that. Surely. Right. So they just chuck the technology on the end. 20 minutes at the end of the three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a computer, guys. <laughs> Enjoy your technology. It's a bit of tech for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was it was very technical. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, video like that would be a, a very scientific mm-hmm. thing and a very yeah. technical thing. Yeah. Well, th- th- for the first two years, they they basically taught us the technical side of everything, like e- editing, color grading, cameras, cinematography, lighting, and everything. And then in the final year, the good thing about the course was in the final year you had the opportunity to to uh, specialize in something. So you spent two years trying everything. And then in the final year, you can choose to specialize in the thing that you kind of like the most. Okay. So, so what did you specialize in? I specialized in cinematography. So what does that mean? That's um, lighting mainly, but also camera technology. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. so uh, cinematographer being a very common you know, credit in, uh, in, in film and you know, as an award and, and all the rest of that. I have like a sub 90 IQ when it comes <laughs> to like... Uh, quality of films and like why a film is actually good. Really? I just like this is one of those things that for me it's like I, I just purely do it on feeling, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then just hope that the technical side comes along and like vindicates my feelings or mm-hmm. justifies my feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my question is, as a professionally trained cinematographer, mm-hmm. what are some films or TV series that for you are like... <laughs> That's bad English, by the way. <laughs> That's not the way it's supposed to be. No, series. <laughs> uh, like, what is a film or a television series that for you is like cinematog- cinematographically that is brilliant? Um, I would say The Matrix is 
probably up there. Oh yeah. For, for a film sure. that was made in 1999, it still holds up. Oh like, yeah, the, for sure. The visuals still hold up. There's some iffy parts with the CGI, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's 1999. Yeah, yeah. Like that film is a watershed film. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. so good. It's okay, so, good. so hold up means like still be acceptable in today's world. Yeah. So yeah, often exactly. used with something old, you can like, yeah, Matrix is pretty old, mm -hmm. but it still holds up today against mm -hmm. other modern films. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, it still looks really good. It still yeah. looks acceptable. Mm -hmm. So to hold up. And then you just said a water something? Uh, a watershed. Mm. So, oh, I, uh, I mean, this, first of all, this is a geographical term. I won't explain it, but it is. Look it up. It's interesting for me anyway. Uh, but in, um, uh, in the context of something like this, a watershed moment is just a really, really important moment. Mm -hmm. um, and The Matrix was incredibly important mm -hmm. uh, in terms of cinema, right? Yeah. Because it of like a lot of things, yeah. yeah really. it, with the with CGI, with mm -hmm. special effects, with yeah. camera uh, technology, and, yeah. and the way that things were filmed. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and just watching any movie that was made between <laughs> two thousand and then like two thousand five, mm -hmm. even like every movie has a Matrix reference. Yeah, yeah a lot of sunglasses and trench coats and uh, bullet yeah. time. Bullet time as Bullet well. Time. Yeah. Shrek, uh, yeah. Kung Pao into the fist. Just <laughs> off the top of my yeah. head, those yeah. are a couple of uh, okay. films that had bullet time in it. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So you studied that, and mm -hmm. then did you work in England for a bit, or did you come straight here? Uh, I worked in England for a bit. Okay. Um, upon leaving university, let's say I didn't spend my time in university as wisely as I perhaps could have done. Oh. Uh, okay. Especially considering I was paying nine thousand pounds per year. <laughs> You were in that group of people? Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, I, was in the, I was in the last year when it was 3,000 max. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, next yeah. year went up to 9,000. Yeah, yeah. I got screwed. That's terrible. Bit. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I should have spent my time more wisely. Yeah. I, I learned a lot, but not. I wasn't ready to enter the working uh, okay. environment. As you're, as you're British, um, <laughs> yeah. you're the only other British person on the team, um, I have to ask you, and maybe Chris, because you're Australian, I'd be interested if they have this. Um, are you a fan of snake bites? Um sometimes yeah. um, it, for me it's not too bad it's quite tasty yeah let's see if Chris knows what a snake bite what's is a snake bite? Th that's like that's like a, a shot and then a beer or something it's like kind that of similar kind of I believe it's I believe it's a 50-50 lager and cider yeah that's what with I know with a shot of tequila I think I think it's tequila yeah. and then a little bit of like black currant uh, squash okay delicious and they get you wasted and they usually like in the uh student union they would mm. sell them for like one pound oh that's dangerous that's so you, you, yeah <laughs> so you would go you'd have like a couple of them you'd be blasted yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a proper good drink though but it's a very it's kind of, like university drink especially in the midlands yeah definitely it's definitely it's a, a, midlands it's a very thing, midlands yeah. drink okay yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes you don't you don't even go all out with the tequila and the black currants i've, I've heard a, a a literally a 50 percent Cider and fifty percent lager yeah. combinations called snake bite as well. So. Yeah, and that's still pretty brutal. Yeah, it's still pretty the hard. Tequila just yeah. adds an extra kick to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then you came to Prague. You've been teaching English. Mm -hmm. um, how are you enjoying Prague life? Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, one thing I noticed, and this this connects to the um, the English teaching in general, being able uh -huh. to come here as a native speaker only. I noticed in, in a lot of things in Prague, there's a very low barrier to entry. So what I mean by that is that. Um, you don't need a lot of skills to necessarily start doing something. Mm. Like if you want to start something, you can pretty much start. Or if you want to join onto something, you can really join onto it. For example, um, I got into the kind of improv improvised comedy scene while I was here for a couple of years. I was Did doing you? improv. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do not see that. 
Yeah, okay. no, no, no okay. um, it's been a while since I've done it. So is maybe. that why you mentioned it to me that time? Yeah, I think I mentioned it yeah. to you, yeah. I and this is in English? Past. In English, yeah. And it still exists? It still exists, yeah. There's a huge, um, there's a huge improv scene here. I would be very interested. If you would like to go, you said it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been, yeah. Uh, if you'd like to go, I would love to go. Yeah, yeah well, we could and do. take part, be you a want performer. To take part? To, well, to learn it. Well, is it like improv like classes? You can take classes, but yeah. there's a lot of um, improv groups in Prague. Sure, okay. Like, there's a lot, but um, yeah, you can take classes as well. In, like, in English. In English, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I, I'm yeah. seriously very interested in it. And are we talking about like improv stand-up or like improv like like situations? Situational improv. Okay, yeah. cool. So it's like, it's like the classic improv, like, can you give me an example of a vegetable in the supermarket and somebody will inevitably say like banana or cucumber or something okay. phallic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, phallic being a scientific yes. word for penis-shaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah phallic. Something penis-shaped. Yeah, phallic. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, and then you make a scene based on whatever the suggestions were. Classic improv, pretty much. Okay, so did you do any, like, with an audience? Yeah. yeah. So the audience would give you suggestions? And did you ever, like, just, like, say, like, this is the scene? Like, without suggestions, like, someone's like, you're the guy from the bank, mm-hmm. and you just got denied a loan, and something, something. Um, or was it all, like, audience suggestion It based? tended to be mainly audience suggestion based. It's a lot of, like, games. So you explain the rules of the game. Like, in this scene, we can only... Uh, we can't say any words that begin with B, for example. So can you give us a suggestion for uh, a place of work, for example? Someone would say a doctor's office or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and then you would do a scene in doctor's office, and you can't say the letter... You can't say a word that begins with B, for example. Just, okay. There was a lot of games. So. Okay. How yeah. did, go on. How did it go for you? Um, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Um, I got a bit burned out on it in the end um, because I think I, I I got everything out of it that I wanted to get out of it. Okay. I just wanted to you know improve my confidence a little bit, become a bit more spontaneous, and I, I took part in some shows. Um, they do like a lot of uh, competitive improv shows here as oh, well. Oh, jeez, what does that mean? That means that um, there's like let's say twelve imp- improvisers, uh-huh. and um, you do like each person has a number. Right, and then the host of the show will pull a number, two numbers out of a hat and you're doing a scene with that person and it could be some random game that you have to play while doing a scene, something like that. And then uh, the audience votes on what they think was the best scene based on claps. So the loudest claps, they get the most points. Okay. And then whoever has the least points at the end of a round, they get eliminated. And then uh-huh. you get to the, eventually get down to the last two performers and they play some kind of really brutal improv game where you're competing against each other. How okay. good so. would you say most people are? What's the, what's the, what's the bar? Okay, that's mm-hmm. a good expression. Yeah, what's the bar? Uh, <clears throat> what's the bar? Like, is it a high bar, a low bar? Mm-hmm. It means what is the... Um, Oh my god, Chris! Um, the minimum requirement to be good. We have a, we have talked about like yeah. a, a high bars and low mm. bars on yeah. previous episodes. It, which is the minimum or like the ex, the general, the accepted one? Uh, I would say the minimum accepted level. Okay, right. Like a low bar to pass is like that's that's yeah. that's that's the the least that you would expect to be considered sure. good. So what's the bar? Like. Um, I would say it's it's at two extreme ends of the spectrum. There's, there's a few like there's a few in the middle, it's but like most people some really bad and some really good. Yeah, well, I would say that there there are a couple of groups that I know of that are world class improv improvisers. Okay, improv, improv groups. There are, there's there are a couple of world class ones here. I would say. Okay. Like, okay. They have performers who have performed in well, like international what's the, what's the name of ones do some advertising for them yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, them? yeah. Wh- which one so they have uh, there's a blood love and rhetoric they're okay. very funny they're they're all professional actors as well they like perform in like a lot of netflix shows and movies but and they're stuff here like in that. prague yeah 
Yeah. And they're in Netflix. They're, they they shoot a lot of Netflix stuff here in Prague, and so they go and act in okay. some TV shows. So they're shows like pros. They're professionals, yeah. Okay, wow. So they're, they're, I would say they're world class. They've been performing together for even before I came to Prague. So blood, love, and rhetoric? Blood, love, and rhetoric. Oh, yeah. rhetoric. Okay. Rhetoric, yeah. Yep. So they're, they're, they're really good. Um, and then there's a, also Script for Brains. That sounds familiar. Script okay. for Brains. There's a, um, there's a British uh, filmmaker who's, who, who, worked, who like, performs with them. So maybe right. you, might, you might know him. Okay. But yeah, they're also, they're also really, really good. Yeah. How did you originally get interested in improv? Because I grew up loving improv comedy. Like, yeah. uh, 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 like whose line, who's line, line is it anyway? Is it anyway? Yeah. Oh my god! Fantastic. The amount of hours I spent watching that show, mm-hmm. and then some. Um, there, uh, there were some Australian comedy uh, uh, series like uh, "Thank God You're Here" was great. That was one of the last. In my opinion, the last really, really good Australian, uh, uh, at least comedy show. Um, and uh, yeah, they were fantastic. Really, really good improv. And then at the moment, um, I have a, I, I'm subscribed to a streaming service called Dropout. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of improv comedy uh, on that. Um, so that's why I've been so interested in it. Would you be down for trying it? Uh, because if you wanted a buddy to go with, I would, I would do it with you. Yeah, like to go to an improv class because yeah, you go, you go to it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I would be really, really be interested in, yeah, in, in script going for to brains. It. A little mm-hmm. bit of advertising for them again okay, here. Okay. Script for brains do uh, something called a taste of improv. Uh huh. I think it's like it's like the second. It's it's one Sunday every month, uh-huh. and they a couple of their performers they host an open class. Anybody can go. I think it's like a donation thing. So you go and you pay what you feel at the end. And then, yeah, they give you like a basically like beginner's improv course and you play some cool improv games and stuff like that. Can I just say, uh, I feel like this is the kind of thing that you're either good at or you're not. Um, mm. Like how much can you really train someone? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing like there's some tips and stuff, but like yeah. you went to these trainings, like mm-hmm. how kind of effective is the training and uh, how much is mm-hmm. based on just if you're naturally funny? Yeah, of course there is an element to that. Like the best improv performance I find in there are just naturally funny in their real life. Like, because... Some people are just genius comedians, right? And so yeah. they can just pull something funny out of any situation. So obviously, yeah. if you put that person in an improv environment, they're going to elevate it so much. Yeah. Raise the bar. They're going to raise the bar, yeah. yeah. Exactly, for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there are some things you can do. This is one of the reasons why I took uh, improv classes. I wanted to try and be funnier and be yeah. more spontaneous. Yeah. I was very self-conscious about uh, my social skills. Right. So that was one thing and I tried to do. And now you're on a podcast. So now there we go. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. So good advertising for, yeah. for these guys. Yeah. Okay. But there are certain rules you can learn. Like this, the classic rule that I think everybody knows about improv is the yes and, mm. which is where you take somebody's suggestion and you build upon it. So, right. yeah, somebody says, um, Aliens have come down. Aliens have come down. Yes. And they, they want to steal our buttons or something, you know, something completely off the wall or random. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you build on the scene that they're giving you. And that, that <sighs> you can go a long way with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I but would you, like to try it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So, but obviously, like, you're not performing with these, like, famous guys. Mm-hmm. So, how did you get to do it in front of audiences? Like, there's, like, smaller groups of, like, amateurs? Like, um, So, there's a few different places um, in Prague that are quite, like, I would say expat heavy, let's say. Uh, like, cafes and stuff like that right, and, and yeah. little bars and things. And so, a lot of these places do... Um, do improv stuff so this uh, blood love and rhetoric for example they uh they do something called a maestro show this is a competitive improv show okay and it's open to to any anybody really i mean okay. they recommend you have some small experience with um improv at least but 
but yeah, it's just an open platform. You can go and you can sign up and okay. get on stage. All so right. That's how I was doing it. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I think this would be quite a fun team building as well. Would you be into do a that? Improv? Oh, yeah. Um, wait, not, do, not doing improv, but going to an improv show. Uh, oh, okay. oh, doing the, the doing a little the training. class. Yeah. yeah, an improv okay, class. That could be fun. Team building. Okay. I think that would okay. be amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Give it a go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's Especially fun. as a teacher, right. we have to improv sometimes. We have yeah. to improvise yeah. in our lessons a little bit. Yeah. Well, like things to talk about and yeah. concepts to bring up and so exactly. forth. So I think that would be oh. I think that would be great. There we yeah. go. Awesome. Yeah, it's really helpful for teachers as well. I was teaching kids at the time right. and my uh, my my interaction with the children got so much better as soon as I started doing improv. So Really? So yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's right. really helpful, I would say. Okay. All cool, right. cool. All right, well, let's um, let's move on a little bit yeah, because sure we've only got you for another half an hour. Okay. And there, a big reason we wanted to get you on the show is because um, you have a Russian wife. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and you've spent the last month in Russia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got back a couple of weeks ago. Obvi- yeah, obviously yeah. an interesting time to be there. So I want to talk mm. about that a little bit, yeah. what, what it's like there. Um, but firstly, how did you uh, meet this Russian wife? Was this after the comedy before, during? Um, towards the tail end of my comedy career. So it was say. really working out, all the confidence was coming? Yeah. And you're yeah, like, boom, exactly. I'm getting some girlfriends now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no, never. Um, that, that's obviously a fact. That's why a lot of people get into improv. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Can they want to learn how to talk to girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So can we ask how you met? Yeah, of course. Um, so we, we met uh, during the pandemic, actually. Okay. So, oh, I remember now, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, this, I told you this story this before. This is funny, yeah. yeah. Tell the audience it's funny. Yeah. So um, we moved in together at the start of uh, 2020, as roommates. As roommates, yeah. And we, who found who? Like, whose flat was it originally? Um, this was a, a flat of one of her friends that used to live there, uh-huh. and it became available. And so she said, look at this cool apartment. We, we, we're looking for an apartment together, basically. Why? So you knew each other? So this is where... It, this links back to improv, because one of my improv friends oh. had her on Facebook. Okay. And she posted on Facebook that she's looking for a place, and he knew that I was also looking for a place. So he said, why don't you add her on Facebook... And, um, and yeah, and you can look for a place together. That's an interesting approach. Yeah. Look for a place to live together for the rest of your lives. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Little did we know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that friend knew. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you owe him a beer. Okay. Yeah. So you moved in together. <laughs> moved in together in uh, January 2020. I, I've got to ask a question. You don't uh-huh. have to answer, but were you, uh-huh. like, attracted to her from day one? Um, oh, actually, that's a bit personal, isn't it? A little, yeah, maybe. yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you might listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. I was assuming a positive answer, but I was like, actually, uh-huh. it might not be. So, <laughs> okay. So you were living together. We were living together, yeah, and um, and yeah, and then of course, COVID was right around the corner, and so uh, yeah, I'm sure it was like already in the news and everything, right? It was starting to, yeah. At the time, it was like there's this thing happening in China. Mm. Like, well, hope we yeah. hope it doesn't come here. You know, this kind yeah. of stuff. The good old days. Yeah, the good, the good old days. <laughs> the Chinese problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and so, so yeah, then February. I think February it started, right? I, I forget. It's March is when it March, got big. Yeah. When it got really oh, big. March, yeah. uh, March is when it blew up. Third mainstream. Friday yeah. the thirteenth is the day that everything. I remember specifically wow. because yeah. I was in Pfizer teaching a lesson, and oh. they just announced that they're closing the schools. Mm. and mm. just like people went from being completely normal to suddenly freaking out people yeah. like left the office mm. they're like running from the office people <laughs> like freaking out I had to stop my lesson because uh-huh. like, what are we going to do oh my god my kids what are we going to do with them tomorrow I've got yeah, to come yeah. to work blah 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 and 
then everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like every day, right? It was like the schools are closed. Mm-hmm. All the all the companies are closing down. Gyms yeah. will be closed. Gyms from, are closed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every day was like another announcement. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fuck my life. And then on Monday, on the 16th, that was it. Yeah. And there Ryan was having a great old time. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. This is great. Some home office time with this hot Russian. Okay. So how long were you living together before things got steamy? Uh, (laughs) um, About four months. Oh, okay. In uh, April. April. Okay. So, so, yeah, I mean, like, we obviously we were stuck together. We weren't going anywhere. Yeah. uh, Because there's nothing open. So we, you know, we just started watching TV and and movies together in the evening. Man, that's so nice. Slowly but surely, uh, you know, watching movies together we started after the movie staying up late chatting until like 3 a.m or something wow yeah that's so romantic right very that's a lovely start to a relationship well yeah we always say we're quite lucky because a lot of people start a relationship and then they move in together and they're like oh my god who have i moved in with you know like they they find out all their bad habits yeah yeah we already knew like that we were quite good living together that's the best thing for me it's always been the best when you know someone first and then Mm -hmm. you decide to be a couple yeah, rather yeah, than like so. sort of jumping in and then you realize oh, that's, oh this person's crazy yeah you exactly know? yeah that's yeah. awesome okay um i've got more questions about this but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're appropriate for the podcast <laughs> you maybe ask me in a private forum yeah maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay so then you got together and uh-huh. you recently got married yeah and well we got we got married um at the end of august and then um congratulations yeah by congratulations thank you. thank you very much thank you yeah. And then we had uh, one day after that to pack. And then the following day, we, we went to Russia. Wow. Dude. So we barely had time to realize we were married, basically. Where and where did you go in Russia? Where is it that you were? Wait, can I ask first? Oh, please. Just because it's uh, chrono- chronological, which means in time order. So where did you get married? <laughs> I got married in Chesky Krumlov. <gasps> get out. Yeah. Nice. That's a good expression. Get out. Uh-huh. It's like when someone says something crazy, you're like, get out of town. Yeah. yeah. Is it like yeah. what you said is so insane that I don't want you to be in this room. Yeah. So I yeah. want you to get yeah. out. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And hold on before we continue. It's chronological, not chronological. <laughs> you probably you, still had say, coronavirus on the brain there a little bit. Can you say bit. it right? Ah. Chronological. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? No, you said chronological. Oh, yeah, oh. I know that's wrong. Yeah. Okay. You have had a glass of whiskey already, though, so... Okay. Yeah, don't say a glass, because it sounds like the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> just a couple of fingers. Just a finger. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a finger. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Chesky Krumlov marriage. Mm. Like in yeah. the middle of... Or where are we about in, in Chesky Krumlov? Yeah, well, the registry office is in the center, like a center <gasps> square. But well, we did it inside the registry office. Sure. But, but then we, we came out and we had all the photos with, in, the, in the, the square. Yeah. I think it's worth mentioning registry. Ah, registry office. Thank you. Yeah, I have yeah. a big problem with R words. Um, yeah, registry office. Yeah, so that was okay. Sure, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. phenomena. <laughs> <that> okay, <laughs> as a plural. Yes. Okay. What was the other one I had problems with? Uh, I can't remember I off can't the top remember. of my head. There's like a few words I just can't say. A few problem words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a red. Registry office is where yeah. you go to get married mm-hmm. if, like, it's not in a church, right? Yeah, if you're not religious. Yeah. So you, you, to... you sign the thing, yeah. you'd have the ceremony. Who was um, officiating the ceremony? Um, oh. it, I, don't, I don't know exactly, but it was, a, it was like an Czech official guy? Czech guy. Oh, okay, he had, right. like, all the medals and everything on him. <laughs> okay. so he had, like, a big medal Medals? Thing. Yeah, it's a medal. So, so a sash? Like a sash, yeah. He had a but sash? It, it wasn't a sash because it, it joined at both sides. And it, we it have to explain like a what a sash yeah. is because everyone's listening is like, what is a sash? Yeah. <laughs> a sash is so, a, a piece of material. Uh, it's just a long, it's a long piece of material and uh, it's usually worn um, across your chest. So it would go yeah. from your, let's say, your right shoulder across oh. to your 
a left yeah. hip, for example. I think uh, Czechs, they wear it during graduation, mm. when they have that graduation. Mm. What, what's it called, that graduation thing they do? Maturita. Maturita, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And the girls wear this, like, sash across, mm-hmm. which says, like, I don't know what it says. It's like, first place. Just graduated. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't remember what it says, but yeah, that's a sash. Yeah, they give it in the beauty competitions as well, right? Yeah. Like Miss World. Yeah. She would have like Miss Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Universe, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and um, you didn't have many people at the wedding, right? It was like a small... Yeah, exactly. Personal... Well, her family's in Russia, my family's in the UK, and obviously at the moment it's very difficult for Russian people to come to Europe. Right. And uh, our grandparents are getting older as well, so they can't really travel long distance, so we thought okay. it wouldn't really be fair if only certain family members came and then they'd have to go through the whole visa process as well, some of them. So we thought we'd, we'd celebrate here with friends and then when we go to Russia, we'll have a party with her family and then when we go to the UK, we'll have a party with my family. So we have three parties instead of one. So Amazing. It works out nicely. Yeah. yeah. Had, you, uh, had you met her parents before you got married? Uh, not in person. Okay. No, just on, on Skype or, or WhatsApp yeah. and stuff like that. Was yeah. that a bit strange for you or not like a, not a problem? No, it didn't really cross my mind. Okay. Just... I'd, I'd already kind of interacted with them. Cross so. my mind. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice expression. To cross your mind yeah. means to occur to you. note, I think, in Czech. Yeah, that, just yeah. to think about it. Yeah. That yeah. the, the, the idea or the thought of it just appears in your head. Yeah. yeah. And how's your Russian then? Um, not great. Okay. Uh, I'm working on it though. Can you, but I'm assuming that you can, uh, you can read Cyrillic. So as yes. as Czechs refer to it yeah. as Azbuka. it's uh, the oh, actual word that. for the alphabet is mm. Cyrillic. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Cyrillic alphabet. Yeah. Um, I can read it pretty well. There's, there's okay, some then. letters that trip me up if I'm not thinking about them. Okay. Then uh, sometimes right. I'll read it and like a letter that looks like an English letter will trip me over. Like the, uh, they have kind of like a square R shape. Which yep. is a G. G, yeah. But sometimes I, I read it as an R. Of course. Like if I'm not yeah. thinking about it, just naturally I'll read it as an and R. And then the P is yeah. like, that is the R. Of it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a horrible. I, I, <laughs> I can, like, I'm very much out of practice, mm-hmm. uh, but I can read and write yeah. Cyrillic because yeah. I think it is Dude. beautiful. It's a really nice language. Uh, it yeah. is a gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous alphabet. Yeah, nice. And I just got it in my head when I was a night shift receptionist. They're like, okay, I'm doing fuck all yeah. during my night shift. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice and learn. Cyrillic might as well and yeah uh, yeah, yeah it's uh, I, I, I love it I love the look of Cyrillic yeah. when it's like the handwriting it's all joined and everything yeah. I can't read the cursive the cursive okay. is crazy yeah it is it's yeah. absolutely intense is it yeah. possible to do like quick writing in Cyrillic because like in English yes. yeah. we can yeah. scribble some quick stuff down absolutely yeah but the problem is it's, it's a nightmare for, for a non of a non-native Russian to read it it's a yeah, nightmare that like, sounds crazy some, somebody was showing me um some word in Cyrillic. I can't remember what it is now, but they showed me a word in Cyrillic and it just looked like the same letter over and over again. Chinchilla is famously because yeah. it's shinchilla. Uh-huh. And so the sh and the e uh, yeah, look, and the yeah. n, uh, they're all very similar or the mm. shape of them, the way that they're written in Cyrillic. It's all, it, it basically, it just looks like a W mm. that just goes on like Forever. 20 yes. times. Yeah, that was uh-huh. it. That was the word actually. So they were drawing a line in between all the letters and I was like, is there a different letter there? Mm. So oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But okay. the 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 regular Cyrillic alphabet, not non-cursive, uh, it's actually surprisingly easy. Like a lot of people, are like oh, okay. you're learning Russian. Oh, what about the alphabet though? But it's not hard. Mm. It's actually yeah. quite easy if you get into okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just a few extra sounds. So let's get into your Russia trip. So sure, sure. Um, day after you got married, right? Or two days after two you got days married? After, yeah. So you got you went to Russia. Yes. Um, so and how? Where, where to? Sorry to interrupt. So where exactly in Russia? Because mm. it's a big place. It, it's pretty big, and that's what I learned while I was there. Uh, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get into that. But um, 
so it's quite hard to get there at the minute. You can't just fly over like you used yeah. to because there's, obviously there's a, there's a country in the way now that you can't really fly over. Yeah. Um, and so we got the car to uh, Kaliningrad, which is okay. a Russian territory within Europe. And we flew from Kaliningrad to Moscow. So the car journey itself was 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So this Kaliningrad, I've never heard yeah. of this, by it's the way. It's part of the Czech Republic now. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. We'll so this is just an so, in-joke so, in Czech so, media. Uh-huh, so this yeah. is not Russia. It is. It is. Kaliningrad Russian territory. is a Russian territory. So why are you saying territory? Russian territory then? It is an exclave. So it's like it's a, not part of mainland Russia. It's like sort of like a little blob of Russia. Yes. Yeah, it's not touching. It's like it's between Poland and Lithuania. I That's believe. weird. Yeah. And why do you like drive there? It's like easier to get into. Well, it's you can fly to Russia from there. Okay. So, but so why not fly from somewhere else? It's very expensive. So that's, okay. that's the reason because you, you can fly kind of south and you can go around yeah. Ukraine okay. and go up to Russia but um, if you go to Kaliningrad it's it's much much cheaper to fly to Moscow uh-huh. so the border check happens at Kaliningrad Kaliningrad that's where yeah. they check you in like yeah exactly okay, yeah, right. that's the first border check yeah, and, then, and was it pretty hardcore no it was really easy to get really? into like hey I'm British I'm going to go to Russia and they're like okay yeah pretty much Okay, that's well, interesting. Well, when we we had a bit bit more of a problem uh, on the Polish side of things, so we drove uh, really? to the Polish border. Those poles. We were waiting for a long time. Oh my uh, god! But the, the funny thing is, um, I gave my passport to the the uh, the Polish border guard. Everybody else in the car was Russian. He was checking. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then he came to my passport last. He looked at it and he looked up at me and he went, British. Like this. <laughs> and then I was I was come on, colour drains out. I'm like. I'm about to go to Russia. Don't say that. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. I'm yeah. the one in the hard situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Everyone else is Russian. This is fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he just shook his head. British. Like this. Oh, but maybe in a more of like a good luck to you kind of way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's what he meant. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, good luck, son. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hope yeah, to yeah. see you on the way home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay. But right. I had no problems with the Russian border, that side. Really? Yeah, they just, they just gave my passport. They put in some details and... Off you go. So I had quite, a visa, so... They were quite nice? Yeah, they were oh, perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. They were okay getting in. So where'd you go from there? So you flew into where? We flew to Moscow okay. after that, and that was, that was a short flight, like, I think two and a half, three hours or something like that. Sure. Yeah. So we landed in Moscow. We had five or six hours to spend in Moscow before our train. So I had a wander around, and it has a very London energy. I didn't like I, uh, it. Can we get that down? I had a wander around. Yeah, I had a wander around so, uh, Moscow. So to wander around means to kind of walk around without a purpose. That's how I like to explain yeah. it. Yeah. And it's wander with a W-A. Yes. Yeah. So to wander, to wander around. Yeah. Walk without purpose, just exploring. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. So, and you can also use it as a noun. Like, uh, we went for a wander. Yeah. What did you say? We had a wander around? We had a wander around. It's, yeah. like, it's like saying I had a walk, yeah. right? But yep. this is having a walk without a purpose. Yeah. And what did you uh, make of uh, Moscow? Um, I didn't like it that much. Really? Uh, so, the first thing I noticed getting off the train is everything is huge. Train, okay. or, like, train or plane? The train. Sorry, the, the plane. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. The plane. But yeah, we, we had a short train journey as well. But yeah, as soon as I, as soon as I arrived there, uh, yeah, I noticed everything is huge. Like, the minimum size of building was about six stories or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I've never been to a city like that before where everything is massive. Everything. 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 What do you mean by massive. everything? Just like, the buildings or something else? All the buildings. Like, all okay. the buildings are huge. Okay. Like, really high ceilings and then really tall skyscrapers. And what's the really uh, wide streets as well? Okay. Yeah, I, I heard that that it's yeah. like the, the 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 freeways or the roads or whatever are just like I don't know five lanes wide or something mm-hmm. yeah. like that. And if you want to get to 
uh, if you want to cross over that, there's like a, like an underground, like f- primarily to get to the metros, to get mm. to the undergrounds, to yeah. get to the metro. But then that's also used as like a tunnel yeah, uh, like to get underpass. through to yeah these underpasses to get yeah. to, to uh-huh. get through to the other side. Yeah, exactly. Um, about that. Louis C.K. has mm. a hilarious, a very interesting oh, yeah? uh, anecdote about uh, uh, about being in the underpass. Uh-huh, this is okay. in like the the nineties, just mm-hmm. after that whole situation. Yeah, and um, there was a busker there and there was like all these kids and like uh uh older men and like Mm. this old man he had a problem with his shoe or something and uh he says he says something to the young kids um and he's like davai davai and they're like like, come on just give you know davai and they're like and then out of these like massive jackets that they're wearing obviously they're like older parents or like their fathers whatever they produce a, a, a tube of glue <laughs> because at the time I, like a sniffing glue was oh, just like a thing and like <laughs> they all did it uh-huh. and he's That's just like Look, i know that these kids have like glue that they're sniffing and getting high off of and i i need some fucking glue for my shoes so just give me some oh, glue yeah. for shoes yeah. yeah okay right and 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 that was it that like that was the situation mm-hmm. at the time it's an amazing anecdote i've yeah. obviously butchered it uh <laughs> but it's it's hilarious so yeah louis ck russia's story yeah incredible have a look. but yeah yeah it, it happened in one of these underpasses yeah. because these roads are just enormous okay yeah yeah so, um but the thing was it i didn't think it was a bad city it's just not my vibe you know it reminded me of london because there's a million cars all going places there's everybody wants to get somewhere everything's moving right. very fast and i didn't really like it that much too busy i think is it clean yeah pretty clean okay yeah pretty clean okay yeah cool so then you went from there down to your uh to rostov yeah. Rostov, parents Rostov on Don. Rostov on Don. Yeah, yeah Rostov on Don. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've heard South of, it? of Russia. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I've heard of it, but I've seen it on the maps. Oh, okay. Uh, it's pr- yeah. Probably because it's quite close to Ukraine. So okay, yeah. So in the current situation, you see it a lot on, yeah. on the news. Like, on the map, it's like Rostov na Donu or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, Rostov na Donu. Yeah. So you got the train down there. We got the train, and that was uh, that was an eighteen-hour train. <gasps> we got one. Of, we got one of those uh, classic Russian overnight trains. Wow. So I got to experience that oh, for the dude. first time. It was super cool. What was the train like? So they divide the train into three different classes, right? So not like classes like upper class, lower class, but, you know. Okay. Upper class, lower class, foreigners. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Foreigners in with the luggage. Okay. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> they so, go on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they have the, the open car, which is basically, it's a whole bunch of beds and uh, no doors or anything. Like, and everybody just sleeps there together in their, their, own, their own little bed. So they have like it's a, open. There's no like it's like it's, compartments. It's split into compartments, but there's no doors. So each compartment on one side of the train has four beds, like two uh-huh. on top, two on the bottom, okay. and then to the side of the train they have two more beds okay. by the window. Okay, like bunk beds. Right. Two and two. Two. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Bunk beds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> two yeah. up, two down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just it's like I don't know. I guess twelve compartments like that with no doors, and then you you, you just sleep there overnight. And these are the, the kind of cheaper tickets, and then you go. So the slightly more expensive tickets and it's it's a compartment with four beds two up two down and this time it has a door so it's a bit more private <laughs> so you pay for the door kind of yeah you pay for the privacy yeah and then they have the, the most expensive okay. ones which are um just two beds on the ground a bit of a bigger <gasps> wow. uh, compartment and you have a door and everything that yeah. almost feels like unnecessary like just well i don't see why not right if you if you have a little bit extra I, cash i guess you want to go private so which one did you go in for, for the first journey, luckily, I went in the um, in the the four person one. 
Because so the middle one, the middle one, yeah, yeah. Exactly. with the door, with the door, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because nice. I was a bit, I was a bit intimidated by sharing with everybody yeah. for the first time. I'd never been on a Russian train like that before. So yeah. was everyone a Russian that you could tell? Yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah. Dude, did you feel a bit nervous that you're like, hey, I'm just some English guy who doesn't speak Russian? I would have felt a bit nervous. Mm. In in Moscow and St. Petersburg, it wasn't such a problem because I think they have a lot of foreigners there. Yeah. Mm. But uh, in Rostov, the south, like the deep south of Russia, it was, um, I didn't feel bad, but I certainly stood out. Like yeah. nobody made me feel like, ugh, you know, but I, I certainly, when I was walking down the street with my wife, chatting to her in English, Ooh, yeah. she, uh, like I, I noticed some people were like, looking, you know. Yeah. All right. And actually when we were, we were in one spa town for one weekend oh, and yeah. um, we went to a little uh, market marketplace and there was there's one that was selling slippers and they look quite nice so i went to have a look at the slippers because they can be quite expensive in europe and they're sure enough they were really cheap and quite nice actually okay so, <laughs> slippers in is pantofle by the way in uh-huh. Czech. Yeah, yeah yeah okay because we needed some slippers for the winter right Ryan it's likes his pantofle. yeah mm. yeah very right. cozy <laughs> okay all right uh yeah so we went in this shop and i was there by myself and my wife came in and i started i said well, look these are quite nice slippers they're quite cheap let's, let's get some you know <laughs> not, not those exact words but what a what, a, what a um what a honeymoon yeah there you go <laughs> check yeah. out these slippers love yeah yeah <laughs> cheaper but, than europe yeah <laughs> the, the woman in the shop um she just like kept looking over at us and then she she eventually she said to my wife like in russian but my wife explained to me um oh, where's he from my wife said oh he's from he's from the uk we were here to visit and then she she was kind of like thinking about it for a second and then she's like what's he doing here like, how did he how did he get here was her exact question how did he get here yeah so yeah so yeah so some people who are not so used to foreigners they, they were yeah. looking and they were a bit surprised that i was there okay yeah but i didn't have any bad experiences with anybody nobody well thought did, it was bad anymore. told you to fuck off or anything yeah like no, that. no no yeah. no it was all, right, all fine yeah did you get the slippers yeah i got the slippers nice right. they're very very warm Nice back? slippers, yeah. Okay, back, yeah. nice. Yeah. Did your wife get some as well? Yeah, it all worked out. You know what? I could, <laughs> I, I could do with some new slippers, actually. Could you go back for me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you went, yeah. uh, you got the train, 18 hours. So how was it, the train the train journey? Like, it's fine? It was fine, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's really cool because every compartment has, um, has a, a kind of a, a person there who takes care of everybody's needs like refreshments and everything it looks after everybody gives them bed sheets and a steward a steward that was the word i was looking for yeah every every compartment has a steward every compartment yeah. well not every sorry every every car every train right. car yeah okay to be more specific yeah every every train car has a steward yeah. it'd be weird if it's like one per like yeah four it's just like beds. somebody crouched <laughs> in the <laughs> corner like... anything you need sir. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that would yeah, be that'd crazy be strange. yeah exactly i would not sleep a wink no no yeah. just, just staring okay. at you the whole night like yeah. if you need anything yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not sleep a wink is that nice sure yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's yeah not sleep a wink means you don't even you don't even wink like you don't even close your eyes wink is a murder cat i always confuse this with murder which means to fuck okay and murder cat means to wink it's very uh, weird okay. yeah. yeah so not i didn't you didn't i wouldn't even sleep a wink yeah okay so okay did you yeah. get food on there yeah, yeah, we got food. Um, there's a restaurant car there as well. Oh, nice. So you can go. We spent most of our time in the restaurant car because you can sit down properly. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming most people would. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, we were one of the few people in there. Oh, really? Yeah, for the most, okay, most of well. the time. Because the, the unwritten rule of the Russian trains is if you have a top bunk, you're kind of invited to sit on the bottom bunk. Right. There's enough like headroom there, but mm-hmm. it's just more comfortable to sit in the restaurant you car because you can stretch chill. out a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no seats; it's just the bed. Just the bed. So you're yeah. sitting on the bed. You're sitting on the bed. So yeah. what the fuck did you do for like 18 hours? 
you read or you t- talk to people or you try to avoid talking to people in the case of certain right. travelers. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I just, I read a bunch. We we just looked out the window a little bit. Yeah. Any <laughs> colorful characters uh, to yeah. of note? So, a colorful mm. character, a colorful mm. individual is just somebody that's, like, interesting in mm. maybe, like, a more weird way. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but specifically interesting. You can also mm. use colorful to talk about language, which mm. means, like, swearing. That was, that, yeah. that was some very colorful language. <laughs> like, it was very... um expressive swearing mm. yeah 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 exactly any colorful types um yeah yeah a couple of them um so one in particular but most people were very nice on the trains and when they found out i was british they were asking all sorts of questions like oh what do you think of the trains and everything because this is a very like that was the question because it's a very like russian experience from what my oh, wife tells okay. me that's something yeah. that everybody in russia does because russia's mm-hmm. so big they have to have those overnight trains otherwise yeah. nobody would get anywhere right mm. it took me 24 hours to get from the bottom of the country to the top of the country sure it's like going from the bottom of europe to the top of europe yeah it's, right. it's crazy it's crazily big okay but uh, one one woman in particular um when she found out i was british um she took it upon herself to try and teach me russian in the train in the most patronizing way possible. Oh no! So she started. She started with uh, with hello, mm. like привет, привет, and she was trying to get me to repeat it. And I was like, I was like humoring her for a little bit, like yeah, привет, like. And she was like really like trying to get me to pronounce it, like oh, uh, everything. No. And like it's like she was teaching me like спасибо, спасибо. Like I would like, have thrown her off the train. It, I spent the rest of the journey in the restaurant car and I was like specifically looking sometimes to check and see if she was awake before I would move. Yeah, I didn't uh, want to like interact with her in any, how any old way. How was she? Just out of interest. She was... Um, I'm guessing 50s. Late 50s, early yeah. 60s, something like that. But Jesus. My wife kind of explained it to me as like a lot of people have never met a foreigner, you know, from the south of Russia, like a lot of people have never so really met. So you think they would have like more that. interesting things to ask than just you making you pronounce so, yeah. the word oh, "thank you." you yeah. Know? Well, the the thing was, the reason why she started doing it is because she got into a conversation with my wife, and she asked her, "Does he speak Russian?" And my wife said, "A little bit. He's he's trying to learn." And then then she said to her, "Well, if I was around, he would already speak Russian mm. like this." Mm. And then she took it upon herself to like teach me okay so that's the second time you've said that and that's yeah. a good phrase to take yeah. it upon uh yourself when yeah. somebody takes something upon themselves it's <clears throat> they give themselves the responsibility of doing this task mm-hmm. yeah of doing this thing it's like oh the kitchen is so dirty okay well i'm going to take it upon myself to clean this i don't know why i feel this but i feel like this is very often if i saw somebody else having a problem, I would take it upon myself to help them. Yep. Like, I met this guy, Ryan. He didn't know anything about Prague, so I took it upon myself to be his tour guide and show him around and yep. help him find a flat. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just feeling that, but yep. yeah. Okay, so you get to your, your town. What's it called? Rostov? Rostov. Rostov. And so yeah. th- th- she was born? Yeah, yeah that's her where city. Yeah, yeah okay, that's where then. she's from. What's yeah. the population? Just out of curiosity. Um... But it's similar to Prague, actually. It's like okay. 1.2, 1.3 million, something like that. I was that. imagining like a town, like 50,000. No, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a major city oh, in, okay. yeah. in uh, Russia. The reason for that is because um, they call it the city of five seas because it's connected to five different bodies of water. So it was a huge hub of trading Oh, five way seas, back like when. seas, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Yeah. all right. So, it's really so major. You, you got there, you 
I guess you went straight to her parents' house? Yeah. Yeah, her dad came and picked us up. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So what was the first meeting like with the, with the parents of the bride? Was it like a bit like, hello, just married your daughter? <laughs> like, like, how did that go? Uh, that, that was fine, really fine. Um, I have a good reputation, so with them, yeah. No, I mean, what I mean is like... All right, okay. Like, um, yeah, they, they knew all about me from Skype and WhatsApp right, and right, everything. Right. We, we've kind of talked online before, so... It was interesting to meet in person for the first time, but we, we know each other already, so right. there wasn't any awkwardness there. Because he doesn't speak English, right? Her dad doesn't speak English, but no, the, not, not very but much. But the mum does a bit. Her mum speaks a bit, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. She okay. wouldn't admit it, but her English is, is more than enough to communicate, I'd oh, okay, say, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah, so between us, between my, my very limited Russian and, and her English and a little bit of Google Translate, we were able to communicate by ourselves a little bit, yeah. What, without your wife there? Yeah, yeah, I mean... She was there most of the time, but on the occasion when she had to go and work or, or yeah. do something, then, then yeah. That would have been, for me, the most difficult part. Like, mm. just that feeling of, like, oh, my wife's going to just disappear somewhere. <laughs> and it's going to be just me uh-huh. and the dad and we can't communicate. Uh-huh. Like, y- yeah. you know, like, that would have freaked me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Did that happen? It happened a couple of times, yeah. And you handled it okay? Yeah, we just used Google Translate. Yeah. We, we, we promised each other the next time the next time we go to Russia, he's right. going to speak more English and I'm going to speak more Russian. That's so, cool. Yeah, we, we've made a promise. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And your wife had to work while she was there? Um, a little bit, just like doing some like photo retouching. My wife's a photographer, okay. so she, yeah. she, like, she has to retouch photos a lot as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. she had a bit of a backlog of photos, so she just had to do a little bit while she was there. Okay. Backlog. backlog. Backlog is probably the best word that you can use as a translation of rest. Ah, so Czechs okay. love using the word rest, like mum rest, that I have to That's a Czech word? Because I've never heard that before. Real, I'm very surprised to hear I'm that, surprised you haven't, too. You, that you <laughs> haven't heard this. So like Czechs always want to say, oh, I had some rest that I needed to take oh, care of. Oh, you mean of. they're saying the English word rest in the but, meaning of backlog? Yeah, but this is like, this is like, the, the, they will say a whole, if they're speaking Czech, if two people are speaking Czech, you will hear the word rest in there somewhere. Like mom rest or something <laughs> okay, like that, never heard that because before. of like work that is like left over <laughs> and still needs to be done. Like I had some rest uh, to take care of, and they're mm. not talking about like some sleep or whatever. Yeah. They had a backlog. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So your wife had some rest. Yeah, so she yeah. had a backlog of <laughs> yeah, work exactly. to, right. to take care yeah. of. Okay, yeah. So tell us a bit about just the time in Rostov. Rostov, yeah. Yeah. Tell us about what, what was it like there. How would you get up to? Um. I really enjoyed the time there, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we had a, a wander around. Mm. That's, that's, that's nice again? to have a wander around. Yeah, yeah. I, I not, like it. It's, it's nice when things come up multiple times in yeah. episodes. Yeah, it's yeah. useful. Exactly. So we had a wander around. She showed me all the sites. They they have a very nice um, kind of uh, a long square in the middle of the city. It's just like a pedestrian square with lots of trees and stuff. You can walk for a promenade. A promenade. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good really? word for that. Yeah. Mm. Promenade, promenade is a promenade, promenade on the beach. beach. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Promenade is like al- along the beach, I would say. Sure. Any beaches there? No. So, um, not in the city, but you don't have to drive very far to get to the coast. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, right. so, yeah, it was really nice. They had a nice pedestrian area. I was very surprised, actually, because like a lot of people, my wife told me a lot about Russia, so I knew it wasn't like medieval or anything, you know, but... Like a lot of people have this like pre yeah. preconception about yeah. Russia, like it's going to be a bit scary, a bit sketchy. But I was pleasantly surprised, actually. Okay, it's very it's very modern. Really, very because modern. I have this preconception right now. So mm-hmm. preconception, is... or if I if I may offer mm-hmm. a preconceived notion as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Pr- I personally would have said preconceived notion oh, than okay. pre- preconception. Would you? 
I, I mean, said he, preconception. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he said yeah, preconception. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is interesting how you would say something different. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, preconception is what your thought was before you found out, like, the truth of something. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, based on all of your past experience, what you've heard about this yeah. thing. Yeah, you come up with an idea about something. Like, with me, before I came to Prague, I had this mm. weird preconception of Prague that it would be super old school. Like, I was mm. thinking... <laughs> Like super bad internet, like you mm. know, like old cars from the nineties. Yeah. And I got here and I was like, dude, I had it the wrong way around. They've yeah. got like the good cars. They've got like way better internet mm. than England. Like we're the old school mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Because you grew up in England with this weird like, hey, we're British Empire. You know, we're the best in the world. Mm. You just like it is kind of taught to you, I guess, in a subliminal way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. Subliminal is like it's not said to you. It's like on the deep down mm-hmm. that we're the best mm-hmm. we're the top mm-hmm. everyone else is below us somehow mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not true and i came here i was like oh dude yeah. i was so wrong there's no horses at all mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's the same in russia because exactly i have the, the same, same preconception now that i yeah. imagine russia is a bit shit it's really not the total really? opposite i would say that's really yeah. interesting so for example um they have fantastic um taste in in like cafes and restaurants really all of the cafes and restaurants there i couldn't choose one because everything's so inviting like they're very good at creating an inviting atmosphere to get you to come into a restaurant or a cafe like they have nice lovely warm lights and cool neon signs and stuff and wow really huge windows on the all of the shops and everything see it blows my mind they even have neon yeah, a lot of neon. I'm yeah. not. I'm not kidding. I'm imagining when I think Russia, I mm. think like middle of nowhere Czech village, but everywhere. I'm sure. I'm sure that's, what I, that's what I think about. I mean, well, there will be places like that in yeah, Russia, and, but... and that's just true of everywhere right, in the yeah. world. Mm. Like New York City, and then some backwater in the in in, in the deep south or whatever. Mm. Like those are completely different. Yeah. Same in Australia, like yeah. Melbourne and Sydney, world class cities. Mm-hmm. But then you go somewhere out in the outback, and mm-hmm. it's like you know, wooden shacks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, it's everywhere. It's all very modern there. Internet also amazing internet. Really? I've never seen so many USB ports in my entire life. Like AOC. Just, uh oh. I bet the A, a ones. Yeah, yeah the A sure. ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so, yeah. yeah, the infrastructure's really good. Really okay. good. Okay. Um so you were working whilst you were there. Yes, right? so I was. And yeah. In your free time, what were you kinda of doing? Um, Hanging out with the fam or yeah, exploring a bit? Yeah. Um all of our free time was pretty much booked. That's why when I came back, I hadn't necessarily been on a holiday because I didn't stop moving for a whole month. Right. Because we, we arrived there. We spent the first week meeting everybody. So I would teach during the day. Then in the evening, we would go to a restaurant and meet family or friends. It wasn't such a torture, you know, oh, I went to a restaurant. and mm. you know, It was really nice. But, so you but met the whole family? Met, then? met almost everybody, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it was, it was really cool. So everybody. Was that weird for you being the star attraction, like... <laughs> um, I felt a bit on the spot sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but not not in about. Nobody made me feel uncomfortable or anything. It's just just yeah. natural, right? I'm, right. Yeah. I'm a foreigner there. I've married one of the natives, kind yeah, of. Yeah. You know. So. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that your Russian got better uh, in the time that you were yeah, there? Yeah, definitely. Like um, my my comprehension of Russian improved mm. a lot. Like I started noticing a lot of the most common words. And so from there, I could get a lot of context about what people were talking about. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand everything, but sure. I had enough for context, definitely. Really? Okay, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, so my listening definitely improved while I was there, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Anything that kind of surprised you about Russia? Because probably you had your own preconceptions about mm. Russia. Anything that kind of, you're like, oh, 
that's different. Um, so th there's there's one one slightly negative thing that I could say here, but the the, the positive thing would be um, just how how modern the big cities are, really, just and how like normal. Yeah. life is they just it's just the same as, as just, everybody else just normal humans doing yeah, human stuff exactly exactly right. um the food really surprised me because i didn't have a single bad meal while i was there like sometimes i know in england for example you can you can choose a restaurant without doing any research and there's like a 50 50 chance you're not going to get something so good like what you're paying for maybe right? in coventry right maybe in coventry okay in the southwest is pretty it's like 90 10 <laughs> okay all right, we have, all right we have pretty good food down there yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah yeah but the food, anyway the food surprised me yeah because okay. it, right. it was all really tasty but interesting the, oh was it all russian food or did, did, yeah did they have like italian and like yeah like of a, course they yeah. have the same stuff that we have the, yeah they like um chinese in rostov yeah they have all all different kinds of like they have a lot yeah. of sushi restaurants um, the, the most common restaurant that I noticed was Georgian food oh, because Georgia is really close right. to Russia, yep. so a lot yep. of Georgian people moved there and set up restaurants. I'm surprised they have like sushi, and is it yeah. run by Japanese people? I don't uh, know. No, I don't think so. Rostov on Don is probably a lot closer to the sea than Prague is. Mm. Yeah, and it is. By the way, yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised that a bunch of like Japanese guys would just like rock, rock I mean, up to Rostov order. How many actual Japanese people are running sushi restaurants in, yeah, in Prague? Yeah, probably not point. that many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who's running them in, okay. in Rostov, but the sushi is really tasty as well. Mm. So really what was good. the negative thing you were going to say? Yeah, so um, the only thing that was really shocking for me were the roads. Okay. Right. So I coming from the UK, maybe you had this as well. And maybe coming from Australia. I don't know how the roads are in Australia, but um, I feel like the roads in Prague are quite hardcore you know for coming from the uk like i, I feel what, like everybody's in a rush and it's quite aggressive here on the road wait what are you talking about like the roads themselves the physical the roads no no driving? sorry the the driving like, right. like the way people drive in okay. this right. i used to think the way people drive in the city was quite aggressive yeah I right? agree, yeah yeah like like you don't have a lot of time to cross the street yeah. and everything the like, green man does not mean walk it means walk very carefully yeah yeah exactly but there's something cool about the green man i want to tell you as well <laughs> by the way in russia but uh <laughs> But yeah, so <laughs> okay. but now now I've come back right. and I'm very calm about the roads because in Russia it's a bit like Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, so that, that's the, that's the the main negative and something was was really shocking coming from the UK, is that um, in the back of most taxis, it's like a sixty percent chance you're not going to have a seatbelt. Okay, it's just not available. Oh right, like they just cover it. They cover up the seatbelt so you can't use them. And oh, okay. I, I asked. Why do you do that? Like, what's the point? It doesn't change the aesthetic look of the car. You know, it, it doesn't do anything. It's just a safety feature. So the people in the back of your car don't die when you have an accident, right? Yeah. And it was, it was explained <laughs> to me that the, the taxi drivers, when they eventually want to sell their taxi, they want it to look as unused as possible so people don't know that it was a taxi. Now, I don't know what lunatic is checking the... The little clickers right. where the, the seatbelts go, but apparently that's a thing. Uh, well, I mean, sure, like, yeah, that would make sense. Check because it's a high use, but you just get a different fucking thing. You yeah. just replace it. Replace exactly. How much does it cost to replace? Like, and that really surprises me mm. because, like, the whole uh, like dash cams are incredibly popular now everywhere in the world. Yeah, quickly explain gained... a dash cam. Just so a dash cam is a camera that you have on the front 
um, of the car and I guess the back of the car as well. And it's constantly recording because if you get into an accident, maybe you want to see exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just to record like what's happening. Um, And so they're popular everywhere in the world Mm. now, but they gained popularity or their first most popular place was in Russia because automotive insurance fraud was rampant. Rampant means just very common to a negative to degree. All right, in so, society. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. automotive insurance fraud was very widespread, mm. uh, and so people would have like people really invested the money, the large amount of money mm. that it would cost it would have cost back then mm. to get these cameras because it was worth it. If somebody mm. like claims that they hit them, that was no. Here's the fucking camera. I don't come after my insurance mm. it was you motherfucker yeah, yeah. so my, my point being mm-hmm. that like automotive insurance is obviously quite savage or mm-hmm. whatever perhaps as yeah. it should be but like okay, why would you then not yeah. want people using a fucking seatbelt when <laughs> yeah. you're a taxi driver exactly it, it, it blew my mind that was that was the only thing i was a bit like like there were several times when we were getting because rostov's so big that you you need to drive there or get taxis right mm. you could get a bus uh, I had a quite a uh, crazy bus experience there as well, but but the buses are uh, not so common. It's not like in Prague where the bus is going to show up at ten fifteen, and there's a ninety nine percent chance it will be here at ten fifteen, right? Mm. So what happened on the bus? Uh, I just got on the most crowded bus of my entire life. Okay, and even though the people were kind of spilling out of the door more people insisted upon getting on the bus. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's already two hundred people on this bus. I can't move. Damn. But more people, they just, they, they're like push to get, it's, you know, you see those videos from Japan, uh, Japanese trains. It's yeah. really like that on the bus. This was during rush hour. So okay. it's not like right. that all the time, but yeah. that was quite a harrowing experience. Ooh. Yeah, that wasn't the best. Harrowing. Harrowing, harrowing experience. Back yeah. to episode three. Yeah. 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 And so every time I got in a taxi, okay. not every time, but there were several times during the whole course of the trip in a taxi where I was, a, there was like something really sketchy happening on the road. I had to be like, looking out of the window the whole time so i knew when to hold on you uh-huh. know? dude yeah okay any kind of stories you'd like to share that anything interesting ish anything well you mentioned the green man oh yeah, yeah the, the green, green man, man yeah. yeah so the green man is very funny um i noticed this in st petersburg but i think they had it in rostov as well so you know how in prague you have the two you have the red man and the green man they don't really do much they just they flick on and flick off mm. but in russia uh, when the green man comes on they have like the, the countdown clock, like 30 seconds to cross, whatever. So when it's 30 seconds, the green man's just very calmly walking. And then it gets to 15 seconds, he starts walking a bit faster. That's funny. And then it gets to five seconds and the, 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 the thing starts to go beep, beep, beep. And he goes, he starts like, his <laughs> legs like run really hey. fast. It's really funny. Like every time I saw it, it just That's like progressively so funny. gets faster. Yeah. And it's a really funny animation as well. It's like yeah. three frames or something. It's just like, that's amazing yeah yeah i find it very interesting going to different cities and uh like the different uh yeah just pedestrian crossing Mm. situation as a whole like the buttons that you have to press the sounds if they make a sound and then the animation like in berlin Mm. you know it's very famous like the red and green man are quite famous like they're in keychains and everything why what the fuck they they doing oh just the shape of them like they're iconic oh okay um yeah yeah and then some cities have like sounds with the uh, 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 for the pedestrian crossings like Melbourne I didn't realise I thought this was just everywhere in the world um, but uh, th- th- there's a sound um, for like when it's uh, uh, when you're not allowed to walk it's just like boop boop 
Right. And then you're allowed to walk in. It's like this really um, uh, frenetic, hectic kind mm. of sound to say, yeah. all right, now's the time to yeah, go. go. And it's great. And especially yeah. now, like so many cities should have a sound because it's just a visual indication, right? In Prague. Yeah. Uh, and then people are just like not really paying attention and then it's being green for like five seconds mm-hmm. and nobody's walking because you're not looking at the dude yeah. but with this it's like you hear it and it's yeah. like you immediately and, go and, and, in America go. it really pissed me off because they got these really annoying uh, I don't know if, if you guys have experienced this when the ghost when the green man like turns on there's this thing and it's like you may now cross the road <laughs> Please look in both directions. <laughs> really? Yeah, but it keeps repeating. You may now cross the road. And it's like this really irritating. Mm-hmm. This is in Texas. Uh-huh. I can't remember if it's in San Francisco mm-hmm. or not. But it's this freaking annoying like phrase mm-hmm. that they would keep repeating over and over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like when you press the button to like, you know, like cross the road, it's like, please wait patiently. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and man. I'm like, that, yeah, that sounds fuck. infuriating. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like, the first time I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50th time, I'm going to destroy yeah. this green man. I don't care. That's something that somebody designed thinking that's a great idea, but then they oh, didn't think it through that someone's going to hear voice. that a thousand times. Oh, mm. yeah. yeah. I was losing my mind by the yeah. end. We, we had a, a door like I used to work in a supermarket in Asda. <laughs> oh, Asda. And um, okay. they had a, the fridge doors. Obviously, you're not supposed to leave the fridge doors in the back of the shop where they keep mm. all the frozen goods and that. You're not supposed to leave those open because everything defrosts, right? Mm. So they used to have a little voice there. They'd be like, <laughs> please close the door. Door yeah. open. Please close the door. door oh, yeah. Constantly. And the, the people who worked on the fridges would leave it open all the time. And so when I was working in the warehouse, I would hear it okay. like half an hour, an hour constantly. Oh, dude. It just drive me bananas. But in that case, it makes sense because it would annoy you so much that you would close it. You would think so, but you they know? never closed it. Oh, <laughs> so okay. it was just annoying. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, did you drink any vodka? Yes. In- yes. I did. Yeah. And was it noticeably different from any vodka you've had before? Um, I've only drank vodka in the UK and in Russia. I've never drank vodka in Prague. Yeah. But um, it was noticeably much smoother than the vodka I had in the UK. Okay. The UK vodka, I I used to hate it because it it really used to scratch my throat. It was really rough. I hate Russia. I hate it. The Russian one. I almost said I hate Russia, but (laughs) I meant to say vodka. I I hate vodka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it it was really smooth. Okay. Yeah, just like... Did you do like a like a shop with your father-in-law, like you know, <laughs> welcome to the families? Uh, I didn't actually. He's, he's oh, more okay. of a beer drinker. All right, so okay. we had some beers together. Okay, but um, I, I managed to impress him, and I was really yeah? pleased with this. Yeah. So one evening we went to the Russian banya. What's that? It's a, it's like a Russian a, a, a sauna. Sa- yeah, style but it's like sauna. A, it's like a hardcore sauna. sauna. Is this like mm. fucking wack you and wack, stuff? Yeah, yes. they don't mess around <laughs> okay, in the banya. So explain yeah. this. To whack is to whack <laughs> is, an, is another way to say to hit yeah. someone. Usually with something. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah, a with, rod or a stick yeah. or something like that. Yeah, you've got something like heavy that you, you whack them with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got you got whacked? I, got oh, whacked, yeah. I should probably explain as well, uh, not to be uh, inappropriate, but to whack off can also mean uh, to jack off, which we had last episode, oh, okay. which is to masturbate. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of funny how it's like, if you say, did you get whacked? <laughs> You're one word away mm. from saying, yeah. did, did you, you get whacked? You either got killed. <laughs> yeah, you either got you got, killed. You got hit with a heavy, yeah, because whacked can also mean to kill someone. Yeah. Like in a mafia, yeah. Yeah, in a mafia yeah. sense. He yeah. got yeah. whacked. So did you get whacked? I got whacked in the Russian banya, yeah. Really? Yeah, I did, yeah. I is it whacked. these old ladies that like topless? Or is that, that's a the, turkey, right? I, I wouldn't I know, know anything about yeah, it. Yeah. But, um, okay. but um, this was, uh, we hired a private one. So it was uh, okay. me, my wife, um, uh, my father-in-law, his, his uh, girlfriend, 
um, and his girlfriend's son and his girlfriend's son's girlfriend. Uh, a few people from the family. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> some Russians. There's yeah. some Russians. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So we hired a, a private one um, and we ate, uh, we ate crawfish. All right. Because that's, that's, a, that's a thing in Rostov, but it's like a I kind of a, a Rostov food because okay. they have, on the Don, they have a lot of crawfish in there. So they fish for them. Right. And uh, yeah, you just boil them alive and you, you peel them all off oh, and then you, you eat them. That sounds amazing. Dude, it's very tasty. I was thinking the opposite. Boil them alive, those poor fish. I mean, that's just how you, like that's what how you cook lobster. Why? Because they're fucking crustaceans. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> matter. They're not really going to feel it. How would you feel if you were a crustacean, Chris? And... I wouldn't feel anything because I'd be a <laughs> fucking crustacean. <laughs> no, that's terrible. <laughs> it's really tasty though. So oh, we I can had imagine. like they had a huge bucket. It's disgusting. Uh-huh. I not a huge this. bucket of it. There was there must have been like a hundred crawfish in there. And so. Oh! So, I have a clip I have to show you later. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go do, go do it. Um, but yeah, so we're just drinking so, beers yeah, yeah. and eating crawfish and we're in the banya. So we go to the banya, come out, eat something, go back. So the Russian banya, it's like 80, 90 degrees, something like that. It's mm. pretty pretty hardcore. Pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then they have like a freezing cold pool in right. there as well. So I'd go to the banya. They, they would like explain how to do everything. You know, you sit sit on the top if you want to get hotter, keep your whole body on the same level. So right. you don't have like two different heats on your body. Okay, sure. So wait, it's like, like a sauna or it's like something different? It's a sauna. It's essentially a sauna, but it's kind of like a Russian take on it. Like it's much hotter and they, they hit you with the oak but branch. But the room style is the like... The room is like styled like a sauna, yeah, okay, like with all right. the wood and everything. Right, yeah. okay. So I went in there and first of all, um, uh, my father-in-law and his, his kind of like uh, stepson um they they were impressed because i was spending a long time in there like aren't you super hot i was like it's okay and i it was actually i wasn't trying to impress them it was actually quite bearable right and um and then they said well okay so now you've been in here for a little while you can go and jump in the uh you know the ice cold pool yeah climb and you shouldn't jump in it uh yeah, yeah. so they can go climb in the pool <laughs> um be safe yeah <laughs> so yeah uh you go climb in the pool now and cool off and then you go you go to the shower and then we can go and eat something and I think they were expecting that I would get in the pool and, and like scream or something, and be like, "Oh, it's so cold!" But yeah. I'm quite used to cold temperatures. I, I take cold showers quite often, so oh, okay. I'm quite used to it. All right. So I just climbed in, and it wasn't actually that cold. I didn't really feel feel much cold. And okay, and they were like, "Aren't you cold?" I was like, "No, it's okay." And they were like, "Nice, yeah." Uh, and they're right. showing they the Russians how it's yeah. done, yeah. Like, British uh, style. Yeah, they, very they were nice. Like, uh, well, he must have Russian blood. He's one of us, you know. Yeah. So I quite impressed. I was quite pleased with that, to be honest. Good yeah, for you. Good for you. Good yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Managed to impress the father-in-law. We don't have much uh, time left, Ryan. Mm. So is there anything else from Russia that you would like to tell the audience, to tell us before we wrap mm. up? Yeah, I would just like to say that, uh, like, like a lot of people had that preconception that um, Russia is, is a bit dodgy or, or you know, it's, it's a bit like hostile in some way. Yeah. But obviously now the situation is not the best to visit it, but once if and hopefully everything blows over um i would encourage everybody to visit russia really oh, yeah. because okay it's it's really it's really lovely I, I had a great experience there um okay yeah st petersburg is, is a lovely city um that i would i told my wife if it wasn't for the political situation i would consider living there oh, because st wow. petersburg is super nice i'd love to visit st yeah. petersburg i've heard some yeah, amazing yeah. things it's about really beautiful it. yeah. yeah and then there is some uh, like 
for like World War Two related reasons, I would love to uh, visit some. I believe in the like, in the south. Like what? Uh, so there is a field. This is going to get quite macabre. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but there is a th- th- there's a field where like the Germans were, mm. were, were pushing through, and they. I mean, they just got destroyed. Mm. And it's a field where you can like just scratching the surface, mm. you can just see like bones sticking Dude, out of the ground. Yeah. It's quite macabre. Yeah, Even it's, now? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. After years of people scratching away, I, b- I believe so. Fuck yeah, hell. yeah, yeah. Mm. This is described at the at the, the first episode of uh, Ghosts of the Ostfront, which is a podcast series by. Well, the podcast is called Hardcore History, and I can't remember the. Oh, Dan the, Carlin. Dan Carlin, yeah, good yeah, podcast. yeah, and that's. Yeah fucking good podcast yeah. series holy shit that's how he opens it he talks about going to this field mm. um and just gets out of the car and the field is right there and there's wow. just all these bones of like oh dude yeah, that's yeah, terrible. yeah. so yeah. i'd like to go there i'd yeah. like to go to st petersburg yeah, yeah there are places that i'd very yeah. much like to yeah. go to it has a lot to offer uh russian people are very friendly contrary to popular belief very friendly and they they all just they want to share their culture you know mm. so hmm. last random question did you get drunk in russia a little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. We went to we went to a really cool underground bar in St. Petersburg. Oh, nice. but it's like uh, it's based on old speakeasies. I love okay. speakeasies. Yeah, and so everywhere, all the staff were wearing like 1920s style clothes. We talked about this. And it's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Gas, yes. it's like casino themed. So yeah. you sit at like uh, blackjack tables, and like, you don't actually gamble, but you sit there, and the uh, the bartenders give you cards. Like you, first of all, you pick an element. Like you can pick water, oh, nice. uh, air, fire, or earth, and depending on what element you pick, that's the strength of the cocktail they're going to make. It was a cocktail bar. And so, so if you pick which one's the strongest weak, one? Um, fire? I think it was Earth was the strongest one. I think. Huh. It was either Earth or Fire. I don't remember now. But okay. I think Air was the weakest, followed by Water, and then one of the other two. But yeah, and then you pick a card, and then they give you a whole list of cocktails, and they oh. give you recommendations. They really know their stuff as well. Okay. And you have, you have somebody... Mixologists... Mixologists, yeah, yeah, exactly. They know their stuff. That they means know they stuff. know what they're talking about. Yeah, they yep. know their stuff. Yeah, exactly. So okay. they know what to recommend you. You, you can they even ask you what kind of flavor you're after. Oh, I'm after something sour. So, or oh, here's some really cool drinks. You but know. all this is happening like in Russian or in Russian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My wife was translating for the most part, oh, okay. of course. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, we we drank a few cocktails there. I got a little bit. Wow. A little bit, got a little bit loose. Yeah, a little bit. Got yeah. a bit loose. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I just realized I said earlier, get blasted. Do you mm. say that? <laughs> get blasted. Uh, it kind of came out. It would be common, I mean, it's obviously very understandable mm. that, like, uh, this is a famous line from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's like, um, if this happens, I'm going to get blasted on grain <laughs> alcohol. I love that movie. It's fantastic. It's a show. Wait. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I think it something else. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just messed it up. Okay. That's <laughs> embarrassing. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> well, uh, Ryan, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We have to wrap up now. It's been a pretty okay. long one hour. Yeah. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. But that's not as long as it actually is because yeah. it runs for five minutes, yeah. but it's been an hour and a half ish. Um, so thanks so much for coming on, Ryan. Thanks for inviting me. Um, it was really nice to have you on. It was good fun. It was a good chat about improv and absolutely Russia. covered a lot of topics. Yeah, yeah, we did. That was awesome. We had a lot of good vocab from this episode. A lot. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! Didn't realize I was writing down so much. Sorry. Uh, to whack <laughs> is to hit with something. Uh-huh. But if you say whack off, it means to, to ch- masturbate. To masturbate. Yeah. Yeah. Important difference. Um, mm-hmm. I wrote down green men. Oh yeah, that's about the uh, the green men mm-hmm. running faster. Uh, rampant. It's like very common, common in, in a, a bad, bad way. way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Getting synced up yep. again, Chris. Mm. <laughs> um, backlog is nice. This rest. 
Apparently, apparently, I'm, apparently I'm, I'm taking the, your word on that. Yeah. Um, a preconception was a nice word that came up a lot. So that, that's a good one to remember. I had mm. some weird preconceptions mm-hmm. about Vietnam or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, to wander around was a good phrase. It's like to walk without purpose. Yeah. You know, what did you do? I just we just wandered around for a yeah. couple of days. You know, just no purpose, just mm-hmm. walking. Yeah. Um, to cross your mind is when something occurs to you, pops into your head. So, oh, nothing strange crossed my mind. Um, get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> That's a... What, what's, what's the word for it? It's a, it's a specific, like, part yeah, of grammar. Where the sound sounds like the word, you mean? No, 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 oh, not, not at all. Not that one? No, okay. no that's an onomatopoeia. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's just like an exclamation. It's an exclamation. You're just like, get out. Like an interjection? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, and that's why yeah. I, uh, I asked. I like the bar stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the bar? Like, what is the, oh, yeah. the generally accepted level or the minimum mm-hmm. level? And to raise the bar, if there's a current current level, then mm-hmm. some other guy comes and he's way better. Then he raised the bar mm-hmm. for everyone else because now that's the minimum. Yeah. You have to be that good, you know? Yeah. And you can talk about high bar and low bar. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in Speak Like Me, I would say we have a pretty high bar yeah. for our teachers. And I think we are raising the bar for uh, English language schools. Damn straight. And for English <laughs> language podcasts. The only one. <laughs> yeah. In Czech Republic. By, by a language school. Yeah. Uh, okay. We've got this uh, phallic, which means penis shaped. Mm. Um, so we have no phallic objects. In this room? Not really. In the, I mean, the most phallic would probably be... You what know, about that right in the corner? Oh, yeah. That's pretty phallic. Yeah. That's pretty fucking phallic. <laughs> Dude. Always taking it a step too far. Uh, okay. To double down on something mm-hmm. is like you put extra effort into that thing mm-hmm. rather than giving up you go extra super yeah. hard on that thing yeah. we're going to double down on our marketing next year um uh, we talked about different houses terraced houses yeah. we talked about so <laughs> much today a lot of semi-detached today. Yeah. detached houses we talked about american houses mm-hmm. uh we talked about scooch over it's like move yourself a little bit yeah. like on your chair scooch over a bit and that genuinely is useful if you're in a mm-hmm. meeting that and you need useful. more you need more uh space so like oh could you scooch over a little bit so i have some room at the table yeah because checks if they didn't they would just say move hey Mm. can you move a bit and that sounds a little bit rude yeah Yeah, it sounds a bit rude hey could you could you scooch over a bit that sounds nice and cute saucy is like (laughs) cheeky in a slightly kind of often sexual way but Mm -hmm. not only Mm-hmm. You can say, I'm being a bit saucy today, Chris. He's like, he's telling jokes he wouldn't usually tell, <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. it's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And a school assembly, that's not useful at all, but it's like the, <laughs> the morning meeting that you have at school. No. I, I think it could be. Well, I mean, because it's not just about that. Like, an assembly, uh, well, there are political assemblies as well, like, yeah. uh, in, in government, there's a, there's an mm-hmm. assembly of, of, of this or that or whatever. And there are assembly yeah, good point. points. Good point. Um, for uh, a fire escape, for Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For a fire Pla- drill. Place to meet, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An assembly is, yeah, yeah, you could say it's a place Super to meet. Super useful. Mm-hmm. Alright, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, as always, you can email us where chris at uh, podcast at speaklikeme.cz fantastic you can email us any questions about grammar about vocab personal questions chris we've not had a question for fucking ages <laughs> okay <laughs> months well i'm sure now that we've got a we've had a very special guest and uh, yeah. this very interesting episode i'm sure we'll have a uh, a couple of questions this time around yeah please don't uh, don't don't feel afraid 
don't be we're quite don't friendly. be scared. Yeah, we'd love yeah. to have your questions. We're not going to laugh at your bad English. No. Just like you laugh at our bad check, but yeah. we won't hold mm. it against you. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, guys, if you'd like to learn English with us, um, you can go to our website where we have our beautiful new video membership course called Speak Like Me Plus, which is uh, my creation and Ryan's creation mm. from all the beautiful video editing, um, which is 100 crowns a month. And it's a complete start to finish guide to how to speak English. Yep. A lot of fucking videos. Yeah, I was looking, I was explaining it to one of my students uh, yeah. earlier this week. So yeah, but the plan for the end of this year is we're going to be up to chapter 16. Yeah. And then for the end of next year, and then I looked at the rest of the book. And, and like, inside, I died more. inside a little bit because it was like 20 something chapters <laughs> we have to film in the next year. I have to say that stuff on camera. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. You yeah. have to edit it. That's uh-huh. bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then people just say, hey, you fucked that check up. Yeah. It's a little bit too dark. There's none of this. Thanks for this, Jacob. Yeah. Thanks for this, Ryan. You know what yeah. their thanks is? Their thanks is the 100 crowns a month That's that you true. get to get. From yeah, them. but it's free for corporate. They get nothing from those guys. <laughs> Currently, no yeah. one is paying for this. I'm just hoping in the future we. I'm losing money on this every month. Um, so please, we don't want to lose money on this. So uh, if you'd like to learn English with us, learn all the basic English and also all the common check mistakes and everything. You can learn all that in Speed Like Me Plus. It's a cool place to go. Go check it out. And you get a week free. The first week is for, for free. So you can Beautiful. check it out. If you don't like it, just stop it. Don't yeah. charge you anything. Um, all right. If you really love this episode, you can also donate us some money. Where, Chris? At uh, buymeacoffee.com slash me. Lovely. Very good. Which you can, you can give us a euro or five euros or anything. And that just pays for our liquor selection on the podcast. This beautiful Glenlivet whiskey here which I've been enjoying a bit more than Chris. Um, and anything else? Um, we also have our app, the Speak Like Me app, mm-hmm. if you want to learn all the vocab. And all the vocab from this episode will be in the Speak Like Me app. Eventually. In 2025. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally find someone who will accept money to do this. Because I'm not doing it. I'm going to pay someone to do it. I've currently not found someone. Um, but I will. <laughs> we also have public classes starting in the middle of November. It's very exciting, Chris. Um, from the middle of November to the middle of December, we're going to do a special offer because we're starting these public classes for the first time. It's going to be 100 crowns a lesson. Okay. That's more than half price. For that first month, and they can just come to any levels with different levels. It's going to be very conversational lessons, but also with something useful from each lesson. Mm. Super useful phrase, little useful grammar thing. And I've even made some really cool grammar uh, leaflets for this okay it's a brand new thing it's like a leaflet of all the grammar rules and you, we're going to give you little stars because you're like you've got to get a gold star you got to get a gold star yeah when you learn a topic you put a little star on it oh, and then fantastic. You, you can visually see on your leaflet uh-huh. what you've learned I love that. It's cool. Uh-huh. It's cool. Yeah. It's making it's making it fun because everyone loves getting stars. So they're mm. going to be starting in mid-November. If you're interested in joining that, go to our website, speaklikeme.cz, click on public classes, and you can um, you can sign up for them. Come and try them. It's going to be, you'll be having lessons with me or Ryan or Chris or someone else. I don't know yet, but we'll see. We'll see. All the team is awesome. You can also follow us on Instagram, Speak Like Me Prague, on Facebook, Speak Like Me. YouTube, speak like me. And what we would love the most from any of you is some stars. stars. Speaking of stars, we want stars as well. We're not just going to give you stars. We would like you to give us stars This is an too. exchange. We give you stars. You give us stars. <laughs> we give you one for your paper. You give us five. 
<laughs> for the podcast. But we're giving you one real star. We just want five digital stars. Just Come digital on. stars. How much is that? We're paying for these physical stars. Come on. <laughs> All right, that's it. Chris, anything you want to say? Uh, mm. Just as always, uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much for watching. Hope yeah. you've uh, hope you've enjoyed it. And. Thank you very much for joining yes. us, Ryan. Thank you, very Ryan. special guest. Yeah, uh, and hope you have hope to have you back sometime. Damn straight, it was a pleasure. I love yeah. you. I love you. Come back. Love to come. Oh my god, my brain stopped working now. It's that's no whiskey that's, that's, for Ryan. Yeah, exactly. I don't need <laughs> I've it. I've had like four, and I'm fine. Yeah, still speaking fine. Yeah. Right. I'm out. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for coming on, Ryan. No it was a pleasure. No Thank you, Chris. For me. As always, and we'll see you guys. Thank you very much for listening and watching in episode 32. See you later. See you later. Bye.